Hello. For the approval of the Midnight Society. Submitted for the approval. We call this one the tale of Shot Pod's Halloween episode. The final episode. Tonight is Halloween. (laughs) No, 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 no. and girls <laughs> to the final part four of four our final halloween spooktacular <laughs> yeah we're a little hyper tonight <laughs> because we know um that we're uh you know this is going to be airing on probably halloween night or the night before we're probably yeah. maybe the night before so it'll be good times yeah. but uh you know be safe out there watch out i don't know what the weather's gonna be like but like you know I don't know if you noticed, but people don't know how to drive anymore. Like, it's bad. There's more accidents <laughs> oh, yeah. every second. It's bad. Um, I don't want to be a horrible person and say it's because a lot of uh, people that uh, weren't born here have moved here recently and therefore <laughs> and don't know how to drive that well because uh, that would be ignorant. But kind of seems that way. Seems like things have gotten a lot worse with the driving in this city since the college populated. Well, there's, there's a lot of people out there that when they go to get their license... They're like, oh, we're going to go here because it's easier. Oh. Or we're going to go here because yeah. they're less strict. And it's like, well, maybe you shouldn't try maybe to. Maybe you shouldn't be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I also have had um, other people, you know, that have, are good drivers, like very good drivers. Some of my, like, I don't, you know, a good driver is just somebody that you know isn't, you know, the, the, the way they are, they're not worried about themselves. They're very worried about everybody else. Yeah. And their, their, their lane changes are smooth. They can have a conversation with you and still drive and do a good job. You don't go, whoa, while they're driving because yeah. they almost, oh, sorry, I was talking about, you know, Blake 182. So I got, I got all emotional there. And then I almost smashed into that pole. Like, I, I, that, I don't want to drive with that guy. The guy that you can tell drives his, but then he goes to write his G license and they fail him. Yeah. And you're like, Bo, you're one of the best drivers I know. They're like, yeah, I don't fucking know what their problem is. And you're like, you know what? Fuck that. Then they go to Peter, bro. And they write and they get it on the first try. No problem. Right. Yeah. So I just think the whole system is flawed. Like a lot of levels of government and issues that we'll get to way later in this episode. Yeah. It's a lot of flaws. But anyways, the drivers are crazy. Be safe out there, you know, with your trick or treating and everything. Um, so while you're out going from house to house, crossing streets and things, it's dark. I know your kids don't want to wear reflective shit. So just be safe with that. We don't want any dead kids. So I, I'd be more careful of that this year than most years because people are idiots. Yeah. Number one. I, I do love some of my favorite memes come out this time of year. So like, yeah, you, you know, what one that I've seen this year specifically is like, it's a broken up Mars bar and like right where the, like you see like the nougat and shit inside the fucking chocolate bar is a picture of a Balrog from Lord of the Rings. And it's like, <laughs> be sure to check your kid's candy because the there's, ball, a, there's, there's a, a Balrog <laughs> inside. <laughs> you should. Shall not pass into my children's digestive system. <laughs> oh, by the way, we didn't even talk about that. Have you seen the finale of Rings of Power? No. I'm ruining everything for you. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to okay. ruin the whole... I know you don't care. Yeah. But they actually do... I'm telling you, that final episode won me. It won me. The episode where you get to see Mordor kind of take shape because yeah. of the volcano, and then this one, they do leave a little bit of opening for maybe a second season or the this to develop, but they do a good job. You get to find out. Who do you think Sauron is? Who do you think Sauron ends up I being? I think it's that little blonde kid from that fucking commercial. 
<laughs> what are you talking about? What when, blonde kid? What are you talking there about? There was uh, there when uh, Lord of the Rings just had a trailer, and the, there was like a there was like a little blonde kid uh, with like short short hair that had like a hood or some shit. Oh yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. That's not that's the uh, Sauron kills that guy. Don't worry about oh, him. Okay, yeah, he fucking cat. He gets him good. All right. No, actually, it's not Sauron. Somebody else. I'm, I don't want to ruin the whole thing for you. But I'm just telling you right now, you're wrong. Okay. Can I ruin it for you? Sure. Okay. I'm going to ruin it for everybody. Rings of Power, spoiler. It's that guy who they think is the king that, that uh, Galadriel saved Galadriel in the sea. Tim. Okay. Yeah. She, when she, 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 she gets a, she's paid somebody secretly to go find, see if there's a, if he's the real heir, the true heir to the, whoever the last king was. That lineage died a thousand years ago. And so he, and he just looks at her and you just see his little, his pretty boy smile just disappear. And he goes, so you figured it out. And it's, it's fucking good. They, they twist it well. They Wait, twist it well. The guy that saved her at sea, wasn't that, uh, whatever it, what, Hull's, what? Hull's dead or Holmes dead. How the fuck you say his name? Halstead? Hull? He's, that's I, his I, name. I, th- I thought the guy that saved her at sea that she ended up, uh, in that, uh, the dwarf kingdom or, or whatever there. I thought that was, um, Sildor. No, Sildor died. He died. That's not him. He died in uh, when the volcano went off. Sildor is he, the one who chops off Sauron's finger. He's dead. They killed him. He got buried in the fire, and they left him in Mordor. So I think that's. I think he ends up surviving in the second. If they do a second season, they'll make him survive. But he's dead right now. Yeah, they killed him, and they didn't bring him back. Oh, so for the, real. So, so yeah. the guy that chops the ring off yeah. of Sauron. Yeah, Sauron's yeah, he's hand. dead. But he's dead. but he wasn't. They don't show him die. They left. And said they couldn't find his body. They couldn't oh. find him. And she, he was in the same house the queen was in when she gets blinded. Because she goes blind because of what that goes down. So anyways, I, it's a Halloween episode. We're not going to talk about Lord of the Rings, I promise. <laughs> but anyways, I just figured that I'd throw... We didn't even talk, discuss bringing that into this episode. But yeah. the final was uh, finale was out. And if you didn't like what you've seen so far, you gave up after a couple episodes, I would give it a shot. Yeah, I think that the f- episodes uh, does six Gil- and eight are worth the whole does, thing. Gandalf. Does Galadriel... Ever use magic, you know, because she is a wizard? Did she uh, ever use... They left a season two space, for sure. And I think that... <laughs> no, they left season two space because her journey's not over. So I get the feeling her magical abilities might be yet to come because of what they're putting in front of her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, I'm not... I don't want to ruin it for you, but it's right. like... Like, uh, Sauron wants to fucking marry her. Yeah. He wants to bring her in and, like, help her and see, and flat out say, like, you can be the light and I'll stop being a bad guy. Like, it's, yeah. a, it's a cool scene. He flat out, he's like, after, what was Sauron's master? Morgoth, right? The big, bad, yeah. the big bad guy. He's like, after that, all shit went down. Like, I wasn't under his control. I wanted to be my own person. So I kind of went out and, you know, maybe I don't want to be bad. You know, maybe you ever, I want to be into the light a bit. And she kind of denies him and that's why he gives up and goes to Mordor alone. Oh. It's kind of an interesting fucking twist. Did you ever see, uh, did you ever play Shadow of War? No. No? No. So the story in that game. uh, By the way, thanks for getting these fucking uh, hard root beers. Yeah, Crazy Uncle. Always recommend recommend this shit. Yeah, it's really good. (sighs) So Shadow of War, uh, the the idea behind Shadow of War is your, what's the class? You're you're the same class as Aragorn as I'm brain farting on the class that he is. Whatever you're basically Aragorn, but you're not the the actual character. Right. Uh, okay. But uh, so you are this fighter, and you become possessed with powers, and the the powers that you get are from this spirit, and the spirit is the ghost of the guy that made Sauron's ring. 
the one ring to rule them all. He, okay. ma- he makes the ring, and then Sauron kills him. And So here's the thing with that. Uh, you have to watch it, and we'll discuss. maybe we'll talk more next week about this because it would be out of the Halloween era, too, and then we can kind of maybe dig, dig into the... Because I'd like to dissect the show and destroy it a little bit, too, because you know that metal that they weren't going to give the elves that's supposed to save them? Yeah. So they end up taking that little piece, and I, I don't want to ruin it for you, but... Like, you know how that guy's a smith? The guy who ends up being Sauron? He's a, yeah. well, he, so he goes and says, oh, I'm a smith. And he helps them make these rings. Yeah. And then he reveals that he's Sauron. And I think he took a little piece and left to go to Mordor. And he's going to use that piece in Mount Doom to forge the one ring to rule them all. Because they're talking about power, not of flesh, but power over flesh. It's very, very well worded the way they do that at the end. Anyways, I liked it. I recommend you check it out. I think you can nerd out a bit. They did a good job at the end. And they stopped, you know, that that elf that was the black guy who was an elf. Aaron Deer? Yeah, I didn't really like his character, and I didn't. I don't think he's a very good actor, and he's not in the last episode at all, which is probably why I liked it so much. No. I, I like. I think it could have been a cool character, but I think that whole him and that broad that are like hooking up and his. I don't like any of it. I thought it was, and the way they set it up for the orcs to go into the castle, and then he shoots, and the castle crumbles. <laughs> like that whole thing, I thought was a bit. It's just not that well written, like. J.R. Tolkien or Jackson would have done something way cooler, but I do like what they did with the manufacturing of the rings. It's well-written. It's clever. I think it's more Tolkien style. That's all I'm saying. So anyways, that's the end of my little Rings of Power rant. So that's cool. That's done. Check that out. Um, The other thing I was going to say about Halloween and being safe, number one is 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 the kids and cross the streets and the crazy drivers. Number two, I don't know if you need to check your kids' candy. I like, I don't think anybody is going to put (laughs) <laughs> a Balrog <laughs> in your Mars bar. But I also don't think, like, I, I heard somebody say nobody doesn't, like every, anybody who has edibles, like they're not cheap. No one's going to put edibles in your kid's candy. We want, no, 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 not our edibles, edibles are going to stay with us. But I mean, like the same guys that would put uh, razor blades in the sand at a park, which has happened Isn't around that still, here. Yeah, yeah, that's nuts. So like you, you do have to check your kid's candy. Well, I don't know. I guess I don't like my kids enough. <laughs> oh, right. I don't have any. My pullout game is uh, 36 years going strong, bro. Oh my God. Am I 30? How old am I? I'm 35. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I got to calm down. 36 is a ways away. Oh, Actually, it's not. Just, yeah. How fucking crazy is it that it's end of October right now? Like, yeah. like closure, yeah. like just, do you remember January? Oh yeah. I remember January very well. Remember my, <laughs> actually, do I really want to have this talk? My new year's was fucked up, but yeah. yeah, this was a crazy year. And I just, I remember it so well. Like even me and the girl that I'm currently seeing, we were like, Jesus, it's been like three over it's been three months yeah like that quickly quickly it went by very quickly so yeah, yeah. i don't know time's flying by it's, it feels strange that it's already this time of year it's, but yeah i, mean, I don't that, know that's if the, the gross, i don't know that's the gross thing about getting old as you get old like when you're young and it's like oh okay the time takes forever because you're waiting for that school year to end and it just feels like it takes forever for june to get there yeah but now that you're old you're like Fuck, I don't want this to come up. Oh, it's already here. Fuck, yeah. Christmas is here. Fuck, oh, God damn. Well, as far as Halloween goes, like I really wanted to go to Halloween Haunt this year. Yeah. It didn't end up happening because um, the one night that we had all organized to do it, uh, she was in the middle of moving and things kind of fell apart. Yeah. Um, Halloween Haunt didn't work out because, or not Halloween Haunt. 
Phantom Farms. Phantom Farms because yeah. you have your kids on the exact weekends that we would have been able to do it. Yeah. So we yeah. probably aren't going to be able to do that. Like it's just fucking best laid plans. And I'm now determined that my December is going to be better than this. I'm not going to fuck around. I'm going to make sure I get all my Christmas shit done in December. I'm not going to, you know what I mean? Like I don't yeah. even have a costume. I haven't done anything really that Halloween-y except watch Halloween shit. <laughs> so I don't, I'm, you know, I'm like, fuck. Anyways, I want to, I want to do better. But the year has <laughs> gone by so quick. Um, so the last thing about Halloween this year is how many Dahmers are we going to see out there? Do you think? How many? Uh, I don't. Guys I don't, with glasses. I don't know if we're going to see too many Dahmers because it's not, it's not necessarily. Can I ask a, you a favor? It's, it's not necessarily a trend. Personal favor? What? Every kid you see show up this year dressed up as anything related to Sonic the Hedgehog gets extra candy and you must tell them <laughs> that they have the best costume you saw that night. Yeah. I'm not. Can you do that for me? Uh, the well, little Sonic fans need to be rewarded for their lo- for their loyalty. This will probably be Taya's last year going out because she's 13, so she's at the end. Like she's she'll want to go out next year. Yeah, she'll want to go out, but uh, she well maybe not. I think like, she might. She's the type. We'll, she's, we'll she, see. We'll see. She, she likes because she's stuff. getting to that age where she just she's just old enough, and the fact that she's fucking taller than her nana now, like she's she's like when when you become a certain height and some people are like oh wow you're your trick or treating like i saw i saw actually a message earlier on <laughs> that's why Facebook. you give your kid a knife when they go out for halloween yeah. so she can pull the other one go do you want to give me candy or do you want a problem yeah. no 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 i saw <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Did you 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 see that I'm 13? I will cut you, bitch. Give me a ch- fucking yeah. Mars bar. I saw. Uh, I'm not uh, a nine. You can't. I, punk I me don't want to say it was a meme, but I saw a picture that said uh, the older kids that are still out trick or treating, they're not out destroying shit. So maybe yeah, maybe you should I'm, just give them candy. I'm with that. I, I don't care if a 25 year old kid. Uh, I don't care if a 25 year old comes to the fucking door. I'll give him something. Ah, good for you, buddy. Did you dress up? Yeah. Hey, yeah. motherfucker! Yeah, yeah. Here you go. Here's some candy for you. Candy for you. A condom for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, would you like ten bucks instead? Because you know you're an adult. Clearly, here, <laughs> yeah. get yourself a coffee on the way home. <laughs> yeah, or some Tylenol or something. Yeah. Fucking idiots. Get some water for when you when you're done drinking. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. This uh, so have a safe Halloween. Have a fun Halloween. Um. There hasn't been a lot of Halloween parties. I'm looking forward to the bar crawl. Although by the time this airs, I'll, it'll be happening live. So maybe what we'll do is the week after we'll yeah. have like a post Halloween talk. Cause I'd love to see, I'll tell you about what I see at the bar. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm probably going to have to dress up on something, but yeah, I think uh, she will probably murder me if I don't like, we don't do it. She'd probably be working Friday. So I'll probably be at chasers Friday to see that Halloween party. Yeah. And then Saturday night, I think I'll do a crawl. I'll probably go out and get enough Uber money together to go. F- down. I'll probably just go downtown and do, you know, the general stags, um, the, whatever else I could walk to from yeah. there and then go the fuck home. That's probably what I'll do. But I'm, I want to see, I'll let you know what costumes I see. I'll get some pics. Okay. And see what the best is. All My right, one okay. buddy did an amazing shredder costume, like a full shredder. I'll yeah. show you pictures. His okay. name is Mike Battams. Yeah. Uh, check out Just Mike Creations if you're listening and you uh, just go online and Google that or put it on Facebook. He's good stuff. And he <laughs> does a lot of Halloween. He's got so many Halloween. He's got all... He was in the um, fan expo. He was there as one of the artists in Artist Alley. He does yeah. chalk art. So it's black and white with one color. He, like I have a Darth Vader. It's a black and white of Vader's helmet with just the hue of his red lightsaber on the one side with pencil crayon. But it's it's flawless. Looks like a photo from yeah. distance. Yeah. Uh, he's very good. Check him out. And uh, yeah, so he's he's my guy for that shit. So there's uh, one thing I want to talk about. Uh, something that my work did this uh, Saturday yesterday, uh, which by the time this airs will be last week. But we do it every year. 
And I highly recommend if, if you're any part of a business or anything, uh, you come out uh, in October. We do something called Christmas in October, and it's where you're, you're packing shoe boxes to send over to third world countries. Mm-hmm. So uh, my, my company will go off to the dollar store and just like raid everything from the dollar store. They'll get essentials, which are like, like socks, toothpaste, uh, the floss, toothbrushes, okay. combs, uh, cloths, uh, notepad pens pencils whatever and then there's just a, a, a shit ton of toys that everybody gets to fill the boxes with okay and uh there's three different age groups that you can fill these boxes for and then once it's done uh we take uh we put it under a tree but then later on uh there's a company that comes by takes all those boxes and then they, they get shipped overseas for the needy kids overseas where overseas where uh, Africa is uh, one of the main things. Good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. So, so it's 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 really important. It's a charitable event, and uh, he hosts one every year. And like it was a little harder in COVID, and this year was uh, the first year doing it at the new shop since we moved. It was a learning curve because Saturday had some very shit weather. Like, Ooh, yeah, oh my, so we. Oh, you're talking about yesterday? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, that, so I we, was supposed to do the break job I did today yesterday, and I flat out was like, "Fuck that!" Yeah, I did it so today for. Reason. We had a bouncy castle. The bouncy castle blew away. Oh and, my uh, god, <laughs> so, blew away. Yeah. So so right beside our shop, we've got like this downhill of a. Of brush that leads to a creek, and uh, and like, and then my buddy Karen's like, Oh shit, the castle. I was like, What? I ran outside and I'm holding on to it by a strap. I'm like, You're not going anywhere. Uh, help somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Five or six guys come out, we unplug it, and it deflates. And then we're like, Okay, we're gonna have to like one, two, three, heave, not baby, one, two, three, baby, one, two, three, (laughs) baby. No, not that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Talking about, that is an inside joke of referencing F is for family, the Bill Burr cartoon. Yeah. There's a, a scene where this guy, he goes to convenience back in the, the show takes place in the seventies. So back in the seventies, convenience stores got their product from a guy that would go store to store and give you like candy condoms and all this other stuff, geodorant, you know, then razors, they all in this, he would show up and stock those items. So yeah. this one guy, when he was on his way to the stores, he would get the big string of condoms and he'd go one, two, three, and then he'd poke a hole in the third condom. Baby, one, two, three, poke, baby. <laughs> That's where the joke comes from. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, so I mean, this year uh, the event has gotten a lot more uh, fame in the sense that we had so many sponsors this year that all donated like gift certificates and all that, and so it's like, oh, oh you, that's you spend cool. you spend ten dollars and you get a you get a prize bag, a mystery bag that has so many gift certificates inside. And uh, at the end of it, I was able to get one for uh, for my services because it's a volunteer. So I was there volunteering, helping all day. Good. And uh, and yeah, I got a twenty five dollar gift certificate for Baton Rouge. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, when like, are we going? <laughs> Fuck your kids, take me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so it, it's it's really nice. Uh, my boss, since he owns a farm he also brought out some uh he brought out a miniature horse he brought out his chickens he brought out a couple goats just for just for a petting zoo purpose we had games we had mini golf beanbag toss uh we had plinko all where you could win prizes of uh actual gift certificates and shit so it was really cool it's really fun uh it's every year that we do it in october it's called operation christmas child it's also called christmas in october I like this. It's very cool. I, I, one thing I just like to kind of say in this post COVID world of overpriced groceries and ridiculous taxes on your gas and stuff, the things that have suffered the most are charitable foundations. It's feeding the homeless, even locally, let alone in another country. Yeah. So, you know, if you're one of those people that's still getting a Starbucks every day, 
If you're one of those people that bought $900 Blink-182 tickets, if you're one of those people, like, and, you, and you're like, wow, everything's expensive, but you're, you know, you're still buying, like, don't forget that, like, the, the places like UNICEF and the shit like, like this, you know, um, Christmas and what's it called? Operation Christmas. Operation Child. Christmas Shower. But what was the other, what do you would your work call it? Christmas in uh, Christmas in October. Yeah. Christmas and like that. These types of things are suffering more than like they they get less than they ever have because everybody's stretched thin. So yeah. if you're buying these items, like maybe, I don't know, maybe maybe be nice. Maybe be the the one you know if you don't normally donate to something, maybe do it this year because like I I'll tell you a guy like me that normally was when I would go to the Canadian Tower. Would you like to dollar donate a dollar to yeah whatever? Would you like to donate two dollars to yep do it up? Like I was always like I don't give a fuck it's two bucks i'm here to spend 80 dollars in groceries you know feed those damn kids yeah i'm not doing that anymore i'm literally like i need the dollar that dollar at times will get will get me a drink while i cook an old you know piece of meat that i have left in the fridge from last week like i've gotten down to the point where that dollar 50 is what i used to go buy food for the day or a drink yeah especially before i got this job recently when they fucked my, my business got fucked so you know maybe if you're thinking about fucking with charity or you don't normally fuck with charity but you bought 900 blank tickets you know yeah throw, let's throw some money to them you know let's let's try and fucking be all in this together like we claim to be so with uh, Saturday. I said about the Sonic kids, bro. Every kid that's Sonic or Sonic related. <laughs> if you don't think the kid's Sonic related, take a picture of him and quickly call me and go, is this kid in it? I'll be like, yep. And if somebody's got cardboard spikes stapled on their back. That was, dude, <laughs> telling you, man. That kid, take him into your house and give him a hot meal. Send him home with $50 and a bag of candy. Okay, that kid is a king. Get him a little <laughs> mini crown and then send him home to his parents and say, they made a good one. Tell them they made a good one. <laughs> now that no kid's going to be stapling the, to yeah. a toque their spikes. So uh, in in the place of going to Phantom Farms, Tamara and I decided to do a date night. We went out to see the movie Smile. Now I I talked about this movie a bit on the show. I've been dying to go see Smile and it's it's funny because I I'd compared it to It Follows. And uh, there's there's an explanation in the beginning of the movie where a girl was trying to explain what was happening to her. I was like, Oh, this is exactly, it follows. It's just not spread through sex. It's just spread through the, the grinning smile as somebody kills themselves. Um, this entity or demon, whatever more or less enters your mind. And, uh, and it, that's where the haunting starts. So, that's the way it spreads is when somebody's more or less infected with this entity, uh, they will come to you and like, kill themselves in front of you while smiling and that transfers this entity And then as soon as they you. die you are you're like what the fuck did that guy just Yeah so it's, it's there right like yeah, that Yeah so it's passed okay. on to you but uh from when it's passed on to you it's like 4 days up to a week that you're You just walk around smiling No with no, no, no 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 you're not, you're not smiling you're haunted you're like there's whatever entity is inside there uh more or less takes over your mind, like to the point where you're you're not aware what's real. You don't know what's what. So, uh, in the movie, this girl Kinda goes sounds like my life every day anyway. <laughs> so this girl in the movie, she goes to buy a, a train for her nephew. And uh, spoiler alert: I'm only going to talk about this one part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm only going to talk about. If you don't want to hear not- about the movie, uh, we're at 22 minutes. Skip ahead to 25 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, she she buys her nephew uh, a train that actually looks like like Percy from. Uh, Thomas and friends. And <laughs> Thomas, I think I can. Yeah. I think I can. <laughs> so 
Uh, when he get when she gets to her nephew's birthday party, uh, she's been looking for her cat for a couple of days. It's gone. She doesn't know what happened to it. And when the kid opens up the gift, it's the dead cat. And everybody looks at her like Whoa. everybody looks at her like she's fucking psycho. And then she looks at at this empty rocking chair. To everybody, it's empty. But to her, there's this smiling person there, and she's like, "Tell me you see that. Tell me you see that." She's looking around, and then she looks back at the chair. But now the person's like right in front of oh, her. Oh shit! Scares her and she falls through a glass coffee table. But, like, it's crazy. This movie has a lot of jump scares. It's a really good movie. Well, How- so what you're saying is the cinematography and the way it was shot is very well done. Yes. Very yes. horror-esque. It started out... Traditional horror. Yeah. They're getting you. Yeah. If they're getting you, they're good. Yeah, so it starts out as... Uh, I mean, it started out as a YouTube short film yeah. called... called uh, Sarah's... What is it? Uh Sarah's having trouble sleeping or something like that. Okay. And it was just about repeated nightmares. And then from there, they kind of took that story and made Smile. And now it's a feature film. They've done this with a few of them. The Lights Out uh, horror movie came from uh, a famous uh, short film where there's like a British woman who shuts off the lights as she gets into bed. And when she shuts off the lights, she sees a black silhouette there and she turns the lights back on and it's gone. Turns the lights off. There's a silhouette. Turns it on. Gone. Turns the lights off. And it's closer. And she freaks out. Turns the lights on and hides under the bed. Or hides under her sheets. And then uh, the switch or something turns off on its own. And she's terrified. That's crazy. Yeah. Fuck. You just describing that was like, oh, shit. Uh, The Ring was originally based on a short 10-minute film. Uh, Juon? Yeah. It was a Japanese. No, 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 no. no. That's Ringu. Ringu. Juon is the grudge. Yeah, sorry, you're right, yeah. you're right. But that was, Grudge is another one based on a 10-minute film. Am I right? Uh, no, no, they they had uh, full-length uh, Japanese horror movies. Oh, okay, but The Ring wasn't full-length. Wasn't it just a short yeah. film? No, Ring, okay. Ringu was... You know what? Fuck you, Mark! Okay, <laughs> you know everything about horror, and I know nothing. I mean, you I mean, win, you yeah, win. I mean, you, you, got, you gotta watch them, too. I love you, too. man, I'm just kidding. You gotta watch them, too. Uh, I mean... <laughs> Me and Mark, <laughs> scrapping live on the air. But it's just like us going like, like, like... <laughs> like this across the fucking table each we're old we don't we got to work tomorrow i'm not scrapping you i'm old the uh i mean each each movie had uh scenes that the american movie didn't uh yeah. that that were still like oh man i wish i'd seen that there is a, a show on netflix of uh called juan and it is the grudge and it's it's fucking crazy it's and good, gory. Eh? It is gory as you shit. You know what I I was actually haven't talked to you about this, but I finally watched Prey and yeah. I was very blown away. It was I would consider you it did one talk. of we the talked more, about yeah. that on the podcast. Okay, <laughs> I, I I forgot how gory it like yeah. I was surprised. I think it's more gory than any Predator movie. So if you yeah. if you like gore and you like Predator, watch Prey. It's good. Yeah. Perfect blend. Yeah. That's why you liked that's what cuz you said you liked it. Yeah. And yeah. I was like I I thought it was okay at best, but I could see why you dug it so much because yeah. the gore was I was like ooh. <laughs> my my. <laughs> I did not expect to see that much of your spine. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was cool. It was very cool. So, uh we were chatting with uh, one of the listeners and we were talking about how we have to talk yet about the 90s Halloween sitcom. Uh, episodes. That's, yeah, we, we hadn't sitcoms. actually talked about them. Uh, Married to Children had a great one. And Married with Children is one of the best shows. Married to Children ever. had one. Now uh, that's a reu- I saw a meme the other day. It was like this is the reunion we want. Oh, yeah, Everybody in the show is still alive and successful in in the in the uh, entertainment industry. Yeah, bring those motherfuckers together. Yeah, I want to. I don't even care if it was a twenty minute fucking show just one yeah. I'll, i'd be so funny to watch him make fun of fat chicks again in the modern <laughs> era the reason they won't do it is because they get eaten alive oh, yeah. the leftists would eat it alive yeah. but we want it 
Yeah. The real folk want it. So there, there was a Halloween episode where uh, Buck was uh, supposed to get neutered. On what? What are we talking about? Oh, on Married, Married with Children. Children. Yeah, Buck yeah. was supposed to get neutered. Okay, and that was uh, the one where Al Bundy wakes up at the end and he's surrounded by like Leatherface and, uh, ah. and the Mad Doctor and all that shit too. Right? <laughs> oh man, Mark. but uh, so we we have to talk about Roseanne. Roseanne uh, was well known for Halloween episodes. Uh, they had a series of seven Halloween episodes, which you can watch on Amazon Prime. Oh, is, Am- is Roseanne on Amazon Prime? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And uh, they had some good episodes, uh, but like there were a couple that weren't so good. And there's one that's like, I'm not a big Roseanne fan, so my not so good is most of Roseanne in my opinion. So uh, there's one that wouldn't be so good today. So they had an episode where they were joking that Jackie's husband was gay. So part part of uh, these sitcom episodes is is Halloween pranks, and so where they were trying to prank that Jackie's husband was gay, they had him uh, in bed with Dan. And uh, and See, that's to, fucking hilarious, but you think it wouldn't Rosanna. go over well today? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the episode was full of gay jokes, like full of gay. But jokes. gay jokes are some of the best ones. Oh yeah. <laughs> my, I'll be honest. You know who tells the best gay jokes? My gay friends. Yeah. <laughs> my my male gay friends will tell me shit. I'm like, whoa, bro. Like, I know, isn't that funny? Like my black buddies telling me black jokes. So I'm like, what? Yeah. I can't I can't retell that, but it's a really good joke. You know, <laughs> they're like, yeah, no, fucking right, you can. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, continue. Uh, so Roseanne's last Halloween episode, they they mess with a Ouija board, and Roseanne is pregnant at this time, and she asks when the baby will come, and it responds with now. And then she's rushed to the hospitals uh, where doctors are dressed up as just in costume for Halloween. So, <laughs> so I mean, it's that's, funny. that's cool. Yeah. There's another one where uh, Becky couldn't come home for Halloween. And so she becomes, Roseanne becomes depressed over this fact and gets visited by three ghosts of Halloween's past, present and future. Oh, that story hasn't been done a million times. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. I like yeah. it. I'm down with it. Uh, and then uh, just to talk about some home improvement ones, home improvement was, was also well known because if Tim, the tool man, Taylor, uh, ever did Halloween makeup like it was universal like like style like it was done up like you could tell okay so Tim the tool man Taylor must have spent like three grand on a makeup artist to do his makeup yeah like it was crazy so the first Halloween you had that money you'd do it too yeah exactly the first Halloween episode had Brad and this girl Jennifer talking about being Raggedy Ann and Andy for anybody who doesn't know the real Annabelle is a Raggedy Ann doll so I mean that that adds a little creepier context to it for sure but uh instead of uh going to the Taylor family's haunted house uh, dressed in a theme with Brad, she comes dressed up uh, with another guy, and this other guy tries to ruin the haunted house. And then uh, Tim, Al, and Wilson work on scaring this guy away. Okay, so that one just sounds fun. There's another episode that I it was my one of my favorite home improvement Halloween episodes, and Jill pranks Tim by playing an obsessed fan named Rose. And uh, like it gets to the point where like Tim's actually really scared yeah. like, and doesn't like he's trying to like hide it from Jill, but Jill obviously knows because she's the one doing it. And then it comes out uh obviously and, and it has like the happy ending whatever, the happy ever after. And like every sitcom has to. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I will um Home Improvement was an odd show for me growing up because like my family is fucked. I guess this is the only nice way to put it. Like my, the, my family that I lived with, like my stepdad, we talked about OJ. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he was in the, when that show was out, like he was a, a do it yourself kind of guy. And we would watch that show as a family. And it was weird because it was kind of wholesome. Like we, we watched bat like the Simpsons. And we yeah. watched, we watched, we were one of like, I loved watching family. I came out what? 98, 99. 
or Family Guy? Or no, sorry, South Park. South Park came out in '96, I think, was the, when they played out during the Super Bowl, and then by '97 they had a full season out. I think that was the years, and then by '99 the movie came out. Okay. That was on the movie. We walk, my family watched South Park. Like we used to sit down and watch that together. Yeah. So like we were we would watch offensive things. We watch you know we watched How High. Me and my mom watched How High. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so watching Home Improvement was like the most wholesome family thing that we would watch. Like it was the <laughs> the tamest. We would watch it and we were like we did our good deed. We watched something that wasn't like garbage for our brains. Yeah. Like it was a weirdly yeah. like a redeeming show for us. So I like that show a lot. And I've always been a weird Tim Allen fan. Like I I just love Tim Allen. I think he's yeah. he's he's a chill. You never hear about him in the fucking news or anything like that, really? No, no. no Tim Allen's a pretty calm dude, isn't he? He's pretty calm, but he's also an outspoken Republican. So that's why the news isn't really going to talk to him about it. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. I love him even more now. <laughs> <laughs> that means he's a racist, yeah. right? Right? Yeah, right? yeah we're going to talk about yeah. that statement so, later. So, uh, one thing that I forgot to mention during date night. So, yeah, talk about so, Tamara and I feel like we should have Tam Tam down here. Yeah. I feel like she should be down here so that I can get both because everybody knows there's three sides to the story his, hers, and the truth. <laughs> yeah, but this this wasn't a debate, this wasn't an argument. I know, so, I'm just saying, so, I'm just joking with you, bro. Back in the day, back in my day, when I went to see a, a rated R movie, if I was underage, I had to sneak in. Uh, there was there was no way to get in. You'd be denied trying to buy a ticket. I'm not letting you in. No, you can't do that. However, nowadays it's just a, it's just a computer. When you're screen. done, I have a quick story about this. Okay, it's just a computer screen. So yes. when you go to buy a movie ticket, it'll ask you, "Are you over 18?" You just click yes, and then you get your ticket. Yep. And then the ticket checker, the guy who tears your ticket is supposed to look at you and go, oh, okay, you're not underage. You're not going to see this. However, that is not what happened no, at the movie Smile. The, so this ticket checker, okay, first off, here's a very... Where'd you go? Which, which so we went to Cineplex in Oshawa. Northeast Oshawa, the one yeah. Grandview? Yes. Okay. So we were... Uh, so. The what I do love about ticket selection now is you get to pick your seats before you. I like go nothing in. about it. So good for you. Uh, I love that. I fucking hate everything so, about it. Show up early, get a good seat. Otherwise, fuck you. But anyways, yeah. no, never mind. So uh, picking your seats. At first, it didn't look like there were many seats left, and then we're looking at this row of like handicap seats. Like there's like an open space for a wheelchair, and then there's a companion seat, companion seat, and then open space for a wheelchair. And so I'm like, can we? can we pick these? And it's like, you're allowed to pick those, but it's just an usher will come up to you and say, okay, well, we need you to move because somebody's here with a companion yeah. uh, and you a wheelchair. Into trouble. So, so I was like, I don't know if we, we can pick those. And then Tamara looks behind us and the ticket ripper is in a wheelchair. And she's like, why don't you ask that guy? I'm like, oh, this got <laughs> awkward. I was like, no, 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 no. And then I went back and then it like gave us two seats that we were, that we just picked. So we get these two seats and we go into the theater. And when we're in the theater, I'm like, uh, row A, B, C. Yeah, I, I, oh, I fucked this. Oh, so, yeah, I hate so, doing that. So some of them you can't read, especially that theater. They're like the size of a fuck. It's like a, uh, uh, I'm going to say font size six in <laughs> word perfect or whatever we use these days. Word, you know, like yeah. it's so small. I'm like, is that an act? Of, like I have glasses, bro. Help yeah. me out, man. Like so, it's already fucking dark in here. So we're in zero and we're 11 and 12. I'm like, okay, we're 11, 12. That's the seat where these three kids are sitting in. And so I was like, Hey, you guys have tickets for these seats. And they're like, Oh, this isn't row B. No, that's back there. Oh, uh, Okay, so they move uh, further down. So they get their seats. We get in our seats. What I wasn't aware of was they're like 
13 and 14 year olds behind us. These kids that were just kicked out of our seats are like 13 to 14 year olds. Down the row are 13 to 14 year olds. And elsewhere in the theater are more 13 to 14 year olds. And uh-huh. I'm like, this is a rated R movie. Nobody's fucking checking these. So anyways, we're trying to watch the movie. And all here is, oh, somebody farted. Oh, you farted. It's like, oh my God. And you literally, shut the fuck up. So you literally hear somebody go, shh. And then, and then, oh yeah. yeah <laughs> Back no. to, so Did this, you do the sh- so shut the, the fuck up thing? Like the old man, were you the old man? Because no, I was, no, no, dude, no, next no. time you go into a movie with Tam Tam, bring me and I'll yell at everyone for you. Yeah. So uh, what happened was somebody else in there uh, got out, left, went to an employee like, okay, we can't hear the movie because. Oh, somebody complained it wasn't you? Yeah. Good job. So, awesome. so this, so this, uh, so then a staff co- employee comes in and is just sitting at the door just trying to listen trying to like pinpoint yeah. pinpoint and then like uh when the employee was at the door it was quiet of course so but the employee all they did was tuck away a couple feet right and just, so, just wait and wait yeah clever i like whoever this employee was yeah. a killer and then you could hear the talking and then suddenly you see the, like the little head poke up over the railing and it's like oh okay they're, they're still they're there. still there yeah so then they come up and they tell the kids directly behind us like hey shut up people are trying to watch the movie yeah and then they're like okay so they were quiet for 20 minutes and then it went back to yeah and every jump scare this movie had a lot of jump scares but every jump scare like these girls were just and you're like, oh my God, like full volume, like 13 year old screams. And you're like, fuck, if you're, you're too young to see this movie by rating standards. Do you see why I don't leave the house now? You get, cause I you <laughs> picture, I, I just want you to picture me in the same, same, <laughs> imagine the fucking, like I pay number one. I don't like the price of this ticket. Number yeah. two, I don't like that. I have to pick it. Number three, like there's so many things about going out. I don't want to do anymore. So that if I've done it and you're 13 and there's a kid, like I would have grabbed one of them by the hair. I swear to fucking God. <laughs> and be like, how many of you does it going to take to, to get me down? Let's yeah. uh, let's you know that fucking joke. How many eight year olds could beat you up? You're like, well, I could fucking probably beat up at least nine of them. Yeah. But you get a tenth one, they might actually get me. I would have been like, how many thirteen year olds does it take to hurt me? <laughs> well, I'm gonna hurt this one and see how many come. Be a lot of angry fucking parents tomorrow. Let yeah. me tell you, like, yeah. Ugh, I'm so, so Mark, like, I apo- I like to apologize on behalf of those fucking kids for them being so when, shitty. When we left the theater, Tamara's like. Taya's never going to see never a fucking again. movie at never this age. Never again. <laughs> I'm sorry you dealt with that. That's yeah, I, fucking... Raise so, your fucking kids. Hit your children. I'm saying <laughs> hit them. Use your hands, not weapons, like my parents did. That's a bad idea. Like, a little PTSD. That's, that's a bad idea. A little PTSD involved. But, like, hit them. Like, there's, you know, just don't never hit them. Not saying hit them every day. Not, but don't. There's got to be a line between beating them every day like my parents did and never hitting them the way you guys are so they grow up to be little cunts and assholes with no fucking control or respect. There's got to be a middle ground. Yeah. Please, like, let's just beat the kids enough. They do what kids are supposed to do, but they're not too scared to be human beings. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I'm sorry you had a shitty experience, but the movie overall at a the 10. Mo- the movie out of 10. Was- I, I'd give it. I'd give it a solid eight. Tamara, I, I enjoyed out it. Out of ten, she give yeah. it a seven and a half. You give it an eight. Fuck, yeah. that sounds like something I should check out. Then that's pretty good. Really, those are really good, good numbers. Movie, yeah, those really are good, good numbers. Movie. It was just. It was just the crappy overall experience. But I mean, the, I mean, the movie was still good. So if Thor: Love and Thunder was like that for me, I went with some drunk friends, very drunk friends. I myself had had a couple. Not gonna lie, but <laughs> not enough that I couldn't 
and you know see the movie, enjoy the movie. Yeah. So me and uh, another friend of mine went, and we were having a couple drinks. And this other friend of mine went with his hammered, hammered girlfriend that could barely walk up the stairs. How do they let these people in? Yeah. Anyways, she didn't even. We were in the back row because we bought our tickets last minute, and she's like, she couldn't even get up there barely. She fell over twice on the way up the row. I was like, it's gonna be one of those nights. And uh, anyways, yeah, we were making comments and joking quite a bit. We had people in the theater tell us to shut up too, but it wasn't like it was. It was. It was that. Like I know how to tell a joke. Like. You know, lean in and, and be like, ah, da, 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 da. and then they're like, ah, but nobody, people right beside us don't hear it. You know, yeah. you just, it's your delivery. It's, it's making it quick and quiet. No conversations. You know what I mean? And if you get right close to their ear, you can actually talk a little bit and not disturb other people. I can go to the movies and have fun and not disturb other people. It's possible. Yeah. So if you're out there going, well, it's sort of unrealistic expectations. I will fucking come back in so hard. Like, it's not. It's, you can go to the movies, you can talk and have fun and not disturb a single person. It's about respect. It's about the fact that I got beat as a child enough to know how to do that. Yeah. Right? Anyways. Yeah. End rant. I'm glad you guys went to see it. Though. I'm glad you guys had a date night because it's important. Yeah. Another thing. We're all about public service announcements tonight, like being safe on Halloween and all this kind of shit. Another one I'd like to throw out is all you couples out there. Y'all need to remember two things that you should always do so that your relationship, no matter how many years old it is, stays stays good, stays fresh. One of them is date nights. You know, if you don't go out on date nights or you have kids, I don't have a date night in. Put the fuckers to bed early or tell the mommy and daddy need alone time or whatever you need to do and order in and watch a movie inside. If you're in a situation like Mark and Tam where you can go out to a movie because the kids are old, you know, then make a point of doing it. If you have to book it two weeks in advance, if you have to say, sweetheart, are you off? Uh, Saturday, like tonight, it's it's uh, the week of Halloween right now. So let's say you know, as a, as a couple, you say, "Hey, babe, November fifteenth, can can we go out that day? I'm off work, and I'd like to make a date night. Do it, do it up, and take her out. Yeah. Because if you guys are dying, the relationship is kind of dying a bit. It won't hurt to do that. It it, it might be a bad date, but at least you went out and did something together. The bad date might be a fun thing to laugh about too. The other thing too is is, is couples when you be together for a long time and you stop fucking. You gotta fuck. You know, <laughs> even if you're like, I don't really feel like it. Like, I don't feel like it either. Just put it in anyway. Honest <laughs> to God. Like, I'm not kidding. I, when I was in my like 11 year marriage relationship, like we were, I'll, I'll give credit where credit was due. There were successful parts of the relationship. And one of them was that we never stopped going out on dates and we never stopped fucking. It was, and it was part of why we lasted 11 years, even though nobody thought we'd even last two or three. So, you know what I mean? Like I, I there, are, I've got a bit of a, that's my secret. You know what I mean? Do it up, do it up. Take the time to do that. You know, uh, you guys are, I hate to, I hate to bait you out like this, but you guys are both, you know, close to 40 or 40. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, and you're still taking the time to throw on a, you know some a nice outfit and some makeup and an earring, and you're still like oh you know did you wear you didn't wear sweatpants did you no yeah you wore a pair of nice jeans and a shirt yeah. right yeah yeah go out and just be a couple do that thing like you did when you were younger you know maybe you're not out at a Halloween party getting hammered holding her hair back and then going home and putting it in her butt <laughs> no that was the 25 year old times you know now we're we're 40 it's like do that. Don't forget to do that. It's how you keep things fresh and new and good. They don't think you love them or that you appreciate them if you don't do it. If you stop going out on dates and you're not fucking, girls start to wonder, like, well, maybe he doesn't like me anymore, you know? So, yeah, got to reassure these bitches. <laughs> Anyways, there's my rant on that. Yeah. <laughs> Have a safe and happy Halloween. So, uh, there is a, a YouTube short film. So, when I was looking for the short film that inspired Smile yesterday, uh, it's been taken down uh, by Paramount because the movie's up and they own the rights to the story now because they obviously paid for it. Right. So, okay, whatever. So, anyways, I was looking for it and I was like, oh, what's this one called Close Your Eyes? And so, uh, I, I started watching Close Your Eyes and it's just a small little short film. Uh, these two guys living together and 
uh, this guy walks into, I guess the, the front hall lead, uh, leading to the front door that leaves the, the place. And this guy is just like cheek pressed up against the door and his eyes are closed. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, Som- somebody's whispering something to me. It's like, what are the, what? Yeah. Somebody's whispering. Like, you, uh, they're, they're telling me something that I want to know. They're telling, they're about to tell me something that I want to know. It's like, what? It's like, I don't know. Uh, but they're about to tell me. And it's like, oh, okay, what? And the guy's like, okay, put your ear against the door. So he puts his ear against the door and he doesn't hear anything. It's like, no, 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 no. Close your eyes. Okay. He closes his eyes. Doesn't hear anything. No, you have to knock three times. Okay. And he doesn't hear anything. He's like, oh, uh, so this roommate's like, I don't know. It was working for me, but whatever. So this, the, the guy that was asking the roommate what he was doing, he leaves the door and he walks away. His roommate left the room and leaves. And this other guy goes into another room with, with the front door still in plain view. And all he hears is, so he goes back to the front door. He opens it, looks around. There's nothing there. And he closes it and he goes back to the room that he was in. And then all he, all, all he hears is the, and he's like, oh, the door is open. What's up? So he's looking at the front door. Okay, he goes to close the door, and then something just runs at him. Like this this woman, this deathly-looking woman runs at him. It's like, what the f- Oh, my God. And then uh, so he, like, left the room, whatever. All of a sudden, she's gone. I don't, I don't see her anywhere. Okay, walks out into the kitchen. He doesn't see her. And then he turns to uh, go back into the room that he was in, and then from, like, the corner in the kitchen – tucked down behind a cupboard this woman starts running at him and it ends man for me in horror if you're going to have something just suddenly run at you out of nowhere and it barely gives you time to react that's how you get me and i'm mm. watching this and i'm like oh, oh that was- unless it's an alien that doesn't get me like if it's <laughs> an alien oh i'm in jo- yeah oopsie daisy it's got a tail but like a, a little woman even, uh, no matter no, how, you, you I don't care to. how raggedy this bitch looked. <laughs> I don't honestly. The Rob, although the ring, I told you that the, one of the scariest movies for me is the ring yeah. because of when she comes out the TV and, sh- and there's a flash and she gets closer to him. That's terrifying to me. And she's just a little girl. But I know that if he tried to shoot her or stab her, she would have just smiled. So I'm not convinced this old lady wouldn't have taken a drop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, you have some music. I think you were gonna. Play. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna play. Uh, some ambient music, some background. And then we're going to talk about, what would you say? There was some, uh, two some line horror two, stories. Yeah, two second or yeah. Two sentence horror, two stories. sentence horror stories. Welcome yes. to a Halloween spooktacular. The shot pod with a zero presents. <laughs> <laughs> Does it sound like that was edited in? Because it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the shot pod with a zero. <laughs> Live on Spotify, Amazon Music, and some of these have been turned into short films that you can find on YouTube as well. What have uh, these two sentence short stories? Oh, fuck yeah! Like somebody like took these and like, oh, this is good, and made a short film out of it. Ooh, base, base. So, there was a picture in my phone of me sleeping. I live alone. <laughs> my sister says that mommy killed her. Mommy says that I don't have a sister. You hear your mom calling you into the kitchen. As you are heading down the stairs, you hear a whisper from the closet saying, Don't go down there, honey. I heard it too. 
you you had a short story that you wrote yeah. that you were talking about with that same concept. Yeah. Sometimes it blows my mind the shit that you talk about. I had this idea and how I'll see it in another mainstream piece of media and I'll go, that motherfucker's smart. He's got the brain for this type of shit because other people with creative minds, it, you know, there's just so many of us on this earth. It's not a surprise that six months after you said that, it'll show up in real media. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anyways. Yeah. The last thing I saw was my alarm clock flashing 12.07 before she pushed her long, rotting nails through my chest, her other hand muffling my screams. I sat bolt upright, relieved it was only a dream, but as I saw my alarm clock read 12.06, I heard my closet door creak open. I'll tell you right now, these sound a little bit like uh, that story, the story of the Black Sabbath song. Yeah. I can't move, breathe, speak, or hear, and it's so dark all the time. If I knew it would be this lonely, I would have been cremated instead. Yeah. So like that's the whole idea of like what happens after you die. Nothing. Yeah. You just lay there. <laughs> <laughs> I woke to the sound of the baby monitor crackling with a voice comforting my firstborn child. As I adjusted to a new position, my arm brushed against my wife, sleeping next to me. Ooh. Maybe they have a butler not mentioned in this sentence. <laughs> After struggling desperately to move any part of this paralytic body just to alert the doctors that he was conscious before they made the first incision. Oh, dude. When I went in for surgery, this was my biggest fucking... Oh. He was relieved to see that one of the nurses had noticed his pupils dilating from the bright light. She leaned in close and in a whisper that tickled his ear said, You think we don't know you're awake? Oh, my God! <laughs> fucking Jesus! I'm never, dude, <laughs> fuck you. I don't even like these. These are fucking freaking me out. That's not cool. That What the fuck would you do? You can't do it. Yeah. You are paralyzed, bro. Yeah. And you don't even know who that is. You could get up and be like, oh, that nurse was in. I'd be like, who are you talking about? There was no female nurses in that room. Yeah. Oh, bro. This is a good, that's a good movie. Yeah. I hope they turn that one into a full length. Anyways. My daughter won't stop crying and screaming in the middle of the night. I visit her grave and ask her to stop, but it doesn't help. I like that one too. I wake up and everything feels wrong. It's too quiet outside. I look out the window and see everyone standing still looking at my house. Okay. Hmm. The doctors told the amputee he might experience a phantom limb from time to time. Nobody prepared him for the moments though when he felt cold fingers brush across his phantom hand. Hmm. Growing up with cats and dogs, I got used to the sounds of scratching at my door while I slept. Now that I live alone, it is much more unsettling. <laughs> I like that one. I told you about the old um, the bathroom in the basement of my house when I lived in the South End, and yeah. how it had these. It looked like claw, like someone's fingernails. It was at the bottom right corner of the bathroom door. So every time you sat down and closed the door, you'd see it, and you go. What the fuck happened here before we moved here? And I swear to God, because it was a wood door. It remind—I I know listeners can't see, but like the wood that you have, like you know what I mean. This paneling, like the wood paneling. Yes. It was like that cheap kind of wood in the way that, like, so it felt like there was blood stained in it too. Like it had been cleaned out. It didn't matter. It was in the wood, right where the fingernails were. I swear yeah. to God, man. I don't know what the explanation was, but it freaked me out the whole time I lived there. Yeah. And it was always like you know, cold basement. Always freaked me out. <laughs> Working the night shift alone tonight, there's a face in the cellar staring at the security camera. 
I woke up to hear knocking on glass. At first, I thought it was the window until I heard it come from the mirror again. The surgery one still got me. (laughs) After working a hard day, I came home to see my girlfriend cradling our child. I didn't know which was more frightening, seeing my dead girlfriend and stillborn child or knowing that someone broke into my apartment to place them there. Oh, that one's pretty... That's kind of a prank. That's kind of like a (laughs) practical joke. (laughs) Oh, you ever... Okay. Um, in you watch New Girl, right? Yeah. So, which one is it? It's Winston. Winston, he does does a prank way too much, like, or he does a prank that sucks. That sounds like a Winston prank. Like he's (laughs) like, I got an idea, guys. Let's dig up her grandmother and no, sorry, let's dig up her sister and her dead mom and put them in her living room. (laughs) And they're like, too far, Winston. (laughs) That sounds like a a movie about what happens when Winston doesn't have friends to tell him to stop. And he's just like, that's a good idea. I'm a police officer. I can cover it up. (laughs) This is a Netflix original series written by the shot pot with a zero. She asked why I was breathing so heavily. I wasn't. They celebrated the first successful cryogenic freezing. He had no way of letting them know he was still conscious. Oh, no. That's another one I don't <laughs> like. I fucking... That's like a fry from Futurama, except imagine if if he, if he, he was awake for the thousand years. But you, uh, wouldn't, you wouldn't die because your body isn't rotting yeah. away. Yeah. But you would go insane and probably... I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. I can't sleep, she whispered, crawling into bed with me. I woke up cold, clutching the dress she was buried in. You know that weird full-body twitch you get sometimes when you're falling asleep? If there was a camera pointed at you and you saw what it captured at that moment, you'd never sleep again. Ooh, I've had a few of those. You know what? I mostly get those, to be honest. If I am left the TV on and I'm in the drift mode, if something happens on TV, there's an abrupt change in music or maybe a commercial starts, although I don't want commercials. But either yeah. way, you know what I mean? Like if something happens, and that, that's when I get that kind of jump scare. But yeah, I wonder, yeah. Is there spirits in the room? The grinning face stared at me from the darkness beyond my bedroom window. I live on the 14th floor. I've had people that live in apartment buildings on high floors say they saw some shit. I just think of uh, Ace Ventura when he's doing the Ah! William Shatner impression. Ah! No, no, no. There's something on the wing. Something. (laughs) 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 When he's like pulling the curtains back, pulling them forward, pulling them back on the plane. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sleep did not come to me easily that night in the cabin in the woods, for the portraits on the wall only portrayed the deformed, the decrepit, and the damned. Sleep has never come easily to me ever again, for when I woke, I found no portraits, only windows. Ooh, I like that, too. This whole what's real. Yeah. A lot of movies, a lot of horror movies touch on that, you know, what's real kind of thing. Yeah. Um, It is a scary thing when... You think something's there and then it's not. Like, I liked you were talking about the lights off and then the fig- figure light on. Eh, yeah. There's no figure. And then all of a sudden it was really close and then yeah. she had no control over the lights. Yeah. That was an interesting little setup, yeah. But that whole what's real, I like that. I want this one to, to sink into all cat owners. I always thought my cat had a staring problem. She always seemed fixated on my face until one day I realized that she was always looking just behind me. Yeah. <laughs> and animals are very intuitive to yeah. these things. There's nothing like the laughter of a baby unless it's 1 a.m. and you're home alone. Unless you live in an apartment building. Yeah. (laughs) Shut that baby up! God damn it! (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> that's what my literally when I go home to play guitar every Sunday night after the podcast. That's what I get. Last Sunday, yeah. big bangs, big bangs. They weren't pleased. After so many years living alone in this large house, I came to the startling revelation. In this time, I had closed far more doors than I had opened. Sounds like my life. <laughs> yeah. Closed a lot of doors on my fuckers. <laughs> I am pretty done with opening new ones. It's been watching me for hours now. Sometimes I catch glimpses of its reflection on the computer screen, but I dare not turn around. Hmm. Seeing stuff in the computer screen. That's, the, that's this, creepy. this, I'm not going to talk about the part, but there was a part in Smile that was like a behind you moment. Yeah. And like, it, when you hear like behind you and you're like, oh, like your chest sinks a little bit. You're like, oh shit. It was really good. Nice. Put back the mirrors. We miss watching you. Ha! <laughs> I like that actually. That would be a cool thing. Okay, like if you lived alone yeah. and you came home and there was like a note in the yeah. middle of your coffee table yeah. and it was written in blood. Put back the mirrors. We miss watching. Yeah. Because maybe you had like a weird experience in the house and you br and you put all the mirrors, smashed all the mirrors or whatever. And you're like, ah, that'd be, that's a cool, that's a premise right there. You, you could, could definitely with, make a film You could that, run yeah. with that. You know, yeah. somebody's like, you know what? I'm getting rid of all this. Or somebody doesn't want to look at this. Maybe try to kill himself. Maybe somebody tried to kill themselves, and they're like, I can't look at myself in the mirror. I'm disgusted. I just, you know, I can't deal with this right now. They'd get rid of it all. Yeah. And then they see that note. Like, what the fuck? That's cool. Ooh, I like yeah. this. <laughs> These are good, Mark. You stupid bastard, I cried as he tied me to the rails. Don't you know this time, this line has been abandoned for years? Of course I know, he said, walking away. No one comes here at all. Ah, oh, that's clear. I'm not going to tie you to the rails for a train to come hit you. Yeah. I'm going to let you starve to death. Yeah, I like that. That's the kind of shit I would do if I was in the military, and I took like <laughs> and I took like POWs, and they wouldn't yeah. tell anything. Like normally, they just cap them in the head. I wouldn't do that. I'd like time to a tree and leave and be like, "Eh, let the bears get them." Yeah, <laughs> that's guerrilla warfare. They delivered the mannequins in bubble wrap. From the main room, I began to hear popping. Ooh, even ghosts like bubble wrap. <laughs> <laughs> they're and they're just they're not coming. They're just like pop. Okay, that one's done. Pow, yeah, yeah. Pow, we pow, don't want to haunt you. We're just bored, yeah. and this feels cool. The operation wasn't wasn't successful in the traditional sense since my sight didn't return, but it left me with the ability to distinguish heat signatures at least. Three weeks have passed, and I'm still not sure how to politely ask my best friend why he's room temperature. Why he's <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. When I finally grabbed her in the darkness, I swam back to the surface. It never occurred to me how fast the ice could freeze over. Mm, ooh. Oh, shit. I don't like that one either. <laughs> Drowning is like the worst. Yeah. Oh, I just realized, uh, like, yeah, somebody falls through the ice and you're like, oh, fuck, I'm going to go get him. Hypothermia does the set in for 45 seconds. Can yeah. I get this bitch in 45 seconds? Probably, if you're fast enough. Yeah, but the ice is freezing over. And now you're both <laughs> dead. Wow. Wow, that's another good one. You start to drift off into a comfortable sleep when you hear your name being whispered. You live alone. Which name did they use though, Wayne or Alex? Because I'm telling you, <laughs> if they say Wayne, I'm coming out swinging. Yeah. They ain't going to stand a chance. If somebody says Alex, yeah, they got me creeped out. So just be careful. Just be weary which name you use. <laughs> you get home, tired after a long day's work and ready for a relaxing night alone. 
You reach for the light switch, but another hand is already there. I actually have had a nightmare about walking into a dark room and something clanging around. And when you go to use turn flick the light switch up, and it's, it won't go. Like, yeah. you physically can't do it. And it hurts your thumb. You uh, push as hard as you can, and you start your skin. Take a chunk of your thumb off. Ah, fuck, now I'm bleeding. That light switch won't go on, but there's something going on in that dark room yeah. you can't fuck with. That there freaks was, me out. So uh, Nuke's Top 5 released a new video last night, and I think it was the first or second video that I was watching, and there was this Italian couple, and they were trying this uh, this weird little game. It's it's to summon a spirit, and uh, and one, one person uh, is inside this armoire, and while inside... I love the emphasis on armoire. Yeah, so, so when <laughs> Very you're, so when you're inside, that. when you don't feel alone, you're supposed to light a match. And when, okay. you, and when, when you light a match... Uh, the second something actually happens, you're supposed to say something. But they never, they never said what they were supposed to say. However, this girl was freaking out, so she like she just constantly lit matches. Yeah. And then, uh, and then on video, she's in a cupboard, and in the video, you see a hand grab her shoulder, and and she fucking she's like, I'm done, and she ends up like slapping her own hand out of fear. Oh, and she's fuck. like, Oh, it's bruised, it's bruised, and she's like, See the bruise? It's like. I'm more concerned about the hand that you caught on video grabbing your shoulder. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Don't be scared of the monsters. Just look for them. Look to your left. Look to your right. Under your bed. Behind your dresser. In your closet. But never look up. She hates being seen. You have to, I don't know, you have, to have like a an attic entrance in your room in order for that to be freaky. Or somebody who's just defying gravity on the ceiling. Or maybe she's like Batman in the, in the or she's in the corner, like in yeah. Batman versus <laughs> Superman. And when you turn her, yeah. maybe she's like that. Or like Hereditary. Oh, that was so funny. I never go to sleep, but I keep waking up. He, he, ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think about that for a second. Yeah. He even reads over my letters to make sure I spelled everything perfectly, although my capitalization isn't excellent yet. What? <laughs> I'm scared because you you know people online will destroy you if you don't capitalize properly. <laughs> That's scary, really. My grandmother told me that it was a gift to see the angel of death in front of people's houses, to know that he'd been collecting someone there soon. I thought it was a gift too, up until the day I began to see it in front of every house. Oh, that mm. that's coming. Like politically, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's coming. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I kiss my wife and daughter goodnight before I sleep. When I wake up. I'm in a padded room, and the nurses tell me it was just a dream. I mean, those are our cool ones. Very um, Fight Club attitude, yeah. you know. You and I have talked about this before. There's no actual podcast. I just I've made this up in my head so I can stay sane. You know what I mean? Like you don't exist. The podcast doesn't exist. None of it exists. This is just what I think I do on Sundays so that I don't go to work and murder everyone Monday. Yeah. <laughs> right? Sometimes when I'm next, convinced of it. When next you are completely alone, imagine you are listening to a sound of some kind. When that sound seems to stop, you'll know that you've been noticed. I will admit, I think this music sounds more like Assassin's Creed music <laughs> right now. Like this sounds like I'm on, I'm in Black Flag, and I just took a Spanish boat. I see it as, and I'm shaking. I see guys. it as like the camera view going up a spiral set of staircase. Okay, I can see mansion. that yeah. at an old mansion. Ooh, yeah. Old mansion. Okay, I got the old mansion yeah. cobwebs. Very Transylvania. This. Okay. The longer I wore it, the more it grew on me. She had such pretty skin. 
Oh. That's a fucking uh, <laughs> Halloween shit. It puts the lotion on. <laughs> Nighttime swimming is one of the benefits of working at the public pool. One night after everyone left, I was wading in the deep and I felt a hand grab my ankle. Okay. I cannot swim in really deep, deep water. It freaks me the fuck out. And even certain shallow waters, like you'll be swimming and you'll feel something touch your foot. It's you probably seaweed. It could be a million different things. But swimming in old lakes at lakes, night. Yeah, lakes. Lakes at night. Yeah. It fucking scares me, man. You're like, especially when you watch a movie where someone's just like, they just get sucked out. You're yeah. like, what? Yeah, that freaks me out. I can't swim at night, man. It freaks yeah. me out. You ever see that the, the meme where everybody's uh, out watching Jaws? In a in the summer on a big screen, but they're in water yeah, in yeah. tubes. I was like, these motherfuckers is crazy. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what that reminds me of. The water is scary. Um, I don't like water. Scary water. I think it is this one of the. Whenever I see water in a horror movie, remember I told you about that episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Where at night the the, the fog would come in off the water, and then these these demon things would crawl in. Uh, oh, whenever this old man fell asleep. They'd crawl out of the water, and cut, and he would have to wake up just before they got him. Yeah, and he had done that for fifty years, so he'd never slept more than seven minutes or six minutes at a time because yeah. it took that long for them to get up out of the water. And then he'd wake up, and this kid came to work at his uh, as like a groundskeeper or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, you remember yeah. this yeah. vaguely? Yeah. And that episode scared the kid. Went out on the lake to like kill them and save the guy, or like it, it was really well written. Yeah. Probably rewatching would probably not seem that scary, <laughs> but that would be a cool movie. But yeah. I just that that anything with water, yeah. it's just fucking freakier. This one's kind of tragic. I wish I could remember who these people are. They tell me I have Alzheimer's. Oh. I was watching a movie with Liam Neeson that came out uh, about him having dementia, but he's an assassin for hire. Yeah. And it's about like him trying to kind of write the wrongs of his career, but while he's suffering dementia and on his way out yeah. to check out. Very good movie. She wondered why she was casting two shadows. After all, there was only a single light bulb. Could be the angle, babe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that still can be scary, though. The last man on earth sat alone in a room, and there was a knock at the door. Ooh. It's just a woman, that's all. <laughs> ah! That's like a, oh, that's like a riddle. The last man on earth stood in a room, and someone knocked at the door. Who was at the door? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, and it, that's a riddle. Yeah. A woman, the last woman on earth is the answer. <laughs> Fucking you, that's a shot plot original. <laughs> Shot with a zero Y'all can keep that one Put that in your back pocket Bust that one out At a house party Hey you guys wanna Would you guys like To try a riddle yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's The ri the, the next Batman movie <laughs> Next Paul Decker Can we do it In Paul Dano's voice <gasps> Why do I talk Like this But I'm the Riddler Why <laughs> Riddle me this Batman the last man on earth. Here's a knock at the door. Who is it, Bruce? <laughs> the last woman on earth. Fuck! <laughs> You're so good at this. <laughs> okay, and that end scene. <laughs> Ready to settle down for the evening, I put my headphones on. The whispering coming from them startled me. They were not plugged in. I've actually had a, a weird dream about that, too. Headphones unplugged, but all they played was MGK, no matter what I plugged them into. Yeah. I uh, woke up with cuts on my <laughs> wrist 
from trying to scratch off my own wrists and bleed out in the dream. I was just so dedicated to not living if that's all I could ever (laughs) listen to again. (laughs) Neatly laid across my dining room table, I found a dull kitchen knife, a torn, crusty rag, and a flip video camera, which seemed to be recording. I own none of these items. Ooh, I like that. The dead are watching us now. That's the good news. Ha! Sounds like a <laughs> political statement yeah. about modern yeah. America. As he woke up once again in the same doorless room, his body covered in the accumulated blood and sweat from the previous nights, he noticed a gun in the corner, which he grabbed up and pointed at his own temple. Soon he would be reunited with his wife and daughter with a merciful bang as he pulled the trigger. He was greeted only by a cold metallic click. That's very the mist right there. Yeah. Ooh. I agree. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) James Hetfield. Once again. Ooh, I'd like to welcome you all to the shot pod (laughs) with a zero. (laughs) Halloween spooktacular. Ooh, yeah. The heart attack came and went, knocking Mike into unconsciousness. And as he awoke, he could hear the graveside service around him. Somehow the casket was translucent to him, and he recognized some of his friends, but his body would not move, and he realized with terror what death really was. I have my own two-sentence horror story. Exit light. (laughs) Enter night. Take my hand. We're off to Never Never Land. Thank you. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was having a pleasant dream when what sounded like hammering woke me. After that, I could barely hear the muffled sound of dirt covering the coffin over my own screams. Ooh, I like that one, too. Oh, being the buried, buried alive, alive ones. Yeah, that's on my list, too. Did, did you like the Ryan Reynolds movie, Buried? That movie fucked me. That, yeah. Oh, man. That fucking was a fucking amazing. weird. Dude, there was an old movie from the 90s about a guy got buried uh, alive. And at that, that scene, I saw it as a young kid, and it really, get, like, I could picture as a young kid watching that and I just I never thought about that and they were just probably four or five like young yeah. and I remember yeah I watched this I was uh can't remember where it was but I was, I was just one of those things you just walk in someone's watching something on TV and you're like what are you watching and it's just like this guy's like hand come up and he was like digging himself out of his eyes like holy fuck yeah. <laughs> attending his funeral today was really scary it might have been the constant muffled screams I heard or the worry of someone noticing the dirt on my hands hmm you wake up. She doesn't. Jesse and his girlfriend. <laughs> I look over at Tamara. Breaking Bad, season two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the funeral attendees never came out of the catacombs. Something locked the crypt door from the inside. Now that's a movie. And that 12 people are stuck in this crypt and they start freaking out. What are we going to do? Zoinks. <laughs> Why, Scooby said, What are we going to do, Scoob? <laughs> oh some, boy. Have some Scooby snacks. <laughs> it sat on my shelf with thoughtless porcelain eyes and the prettiest pink doll dress I could find. Why did she have to be born still? Ooh. Okay, somebody's just sick. That one got messy. (laughs) Somebody's just sick. (laughs) Okay, that's all we got. That was from the website boardpanda.com. They have these two-sentence horror stories. We thought that would be kind of fun to do. Yeah. Okay, we're going to talk about uh, famous creators, famous story creators. Okay. So, okay, so we know Stephen King. He's got countless hits. 
Uh, Literally countless. Like, let's talk about your favorites. Uh, I love I love the original it. I didn't I didn't like the way it ended though. That that spider thing was just bullshit. That's why I like the remake because they handled the spider ending yep, okay. way better. Uh, and then Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. I loved yeah. Pet Cemetery. Fuck yes. Pet Cemetery is good. The Mist for me. Yeah, the Mist. Big Mist guy. Show, movie, book. Yeah. I'm not a big Stephen King. I'll be real with you. But uh, the Mist and Pet Cemetery. Okay, you. It's kind of like um, Dean Koontz. Don't fucking like him either. But uh, there's a. You know, he's got his two that I like. You know what I mean? That I can't yeah. fuck with. Um, other Stephen King for me. What else is... Oh, um, here's Johnny. You know, that you can't oh, fuck the, with The Shining. The Shining? Uh, so yeah. I, I, it is a classic movie, just mostly for me, for visual effects. It's a... Did you like the sequel? The... Uh, what's the sequel called? The one with fucking Obi-Wan there. Ewan McGregor's in it. Oh, Dr. Yeah. Sleep. Yeah. I only saw it once and it was okay. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. it. I think... Uh, the main, I, I don't even remember what her name was. I think she deserved more of a story. She, she was the one that had the top hat mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like her eyes glowed in the dark kind of thing. It's really cool. You know what else I was thinking about the other day? Okay. Anyways, continue. Sorry. Outside of Stephen King. What else, what else have we got? Uh, George A. Romero. Okay. The, I mean, the psychological effect of the, the first night of the living dead, mm-hmm. but I mean that, that's why it's such a classic. What year did that come out? Do you mind me asking? Uh, I don't mean to nerd out on you, but that was seventies or was it? No, no, no. I thought, I thought it was like sixties. Probably. This is why you should just. 1968. Okay. So close to 1970. Yeah. yeah. That's when the shit really started to get good. As much as I think we are very lucky for growing up in the 90s and the late 80s, you yeah. know, Nick, being able to experience the internet for the first time, being able to experience, you know, the first, uh, probably, the, you know, the first show with 3D people on stage, you know, like, remember Gorillaz, them touring was like such a, we saw a lot of firsts, you know, we saw, yeah. you know, the first MP3 players, all this kind of stuff. But I think that the people that grew up in the 60s and 70s and got those first movies, they got those first, like, Alien and yeah. Star Wars, you know? Imagine being in line to see Alien or Star Wars or or the first Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Can you imagine being one of the people to say, yeah, I was 16 and I, I waited in line and I saw the scariest movie in the history of time. A movie that people were passing out and going to hospital because it was the first time humans had a screen. with They, they felt like they were there. Yeah. You know, even though... To us, it was like we look at that. We're like, yeah. The, uh, the practical effects of the original House on Haunted Hill with Vincent Price, mm. when when you like saw a skeleton walking through the halls, but it was like on string. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty like. Oh my god, there's a skeleton! People in the theater are passing out from fear, and we're like, I can see the fucking strings. They're they're actually shimmering in the light stage light. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> They're shimmering in the stage light if you look close enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, they're, they're, okay, so there's a classic line from the first Night of the Living Dead, and that's uh, in the very beginning when you had, uh, uh, was it husband and wife? I think it was husband and wife. Could have been brother and sister. With the, they're coming to get you, Barbara. And they, like it starts it off. Husband and wife, brother, sister. If we're in Alabama, the lines are thin. <laughs> and uh, th- so it's just those two walking through uh, the cemetery as, you know, you see the first yeah. walker. And it's like, oh, shit. First zombie. Great, 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 great. Uh, another uh, famous one nowadays, modern horror genius would be James Wan. Oh, yeah. James Wan. Um, I think my favorite of his might have been that oh fuck I, it's, I'm having such a mind fart right now did he not do um, Jeepers Creepers no he didn't no? do Jeepers who did the first Jeepers Creepers 
Ah, fuck it. You know, either way, that's put that on my list of the top. The first Jeepers Creepers was good. The yeah. top horror movies, the one where the guy's driving, yeah, and just fucking turns around and fuck, and then they find the the they see him with throwing the body, and then the, and it's just full of skeletons. Like that whole fucking thing is just like, and it's well shot. There's no point in the movie where I'm like, no, don't do it. Like <laughs> you are the guy who turned around. Yeah, you are the guy that went down to the crypt to look. F- like you're that guy. You are the characters in those in that show because you'd be like, well, what's he doing? Yeah, that's a little creepy. Fucking gunslinger. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Like that's you, right? So yeah. like I really enjoy those movies. Um, Hills Have Eyes. You down for any of that? Uh, I found them. Kind of funny. Like I, I, I was. It was too funny. Kind of bad. Me. The uh, second the, the, one. The second one was, pr- in my opinion, a little. The, better. the originals were funny too. Like, but the originals were just like so cheesy. Somebody gets shot in the leg, and before there's blood, the hand goes on the leg, and then it, it's just like squeezing a ketchup packet. Like it's just so badly done. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. What else? What's one done that I would dig then, or that Insidious? I know? Insidious. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it. <sighs> couple of those there's like seven isn't there how many of those is there? uh there's only four right now they're, i've seen two and three they're uh working on five produced by james wan but directed by patrick wilson one of the stars of them that's fine uh, yeah. when stars step into the role it tends to take the uh, uh the, the intellectual property in a positive direction well we'll see because uh, patrick wilson has been uh an actor in many horror movies now like he's the guy that he plays knows. he's the guy that plays his uh ed warren in the conjuring movies he was also the the for in the star of the first and second uh, Insidious. Can I talk a second about non-traditional Halloween movies that I think are extremely scary that I think this is you should watch. You should go. If you don't know them, immediately right now get a notepad out on your phone and put this in your phone notes. That stuff that you isn't on a Hall- any Halloween list, but I just think it's fucking creepy. It's Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, yeah. I don't care, man. It's a fairy tale. The movie's literally about a fairy tale with this like intermittent adult story about this little... Her name's Ophelia, and her she's a little um, Spanish girl that goes to live in the woods during the Spanish Civil War of the, I believe, the fucking 30s. It's early, early uh, 20th century, early yeah. 20th century. And um, there's a maze on this giant property. And so she goes into this labyrinth, this maze, and when you get to the middle of it, there's this fawn this, in the... In the at, at the bottom of a winding staircase. And it comes to life and it, you know, gives her these tasks. Now, if you've never seen a picture of the pale man, which is the guy with no eyes sitting at the giant table of food, you talk about this starving little girl, you know, and in in that scene, she has to go without eating anything from one side of the room to the other and collect this this stuff. And she fails, has a grape, and the man wakes up and puts the hands so he can see, puts his eyes in his hands, and then he chases her to the end. It's it's one of the most terrifying scenes in cinema, in my opinion. So uh, it's not a traditional Halloween movie, but like, if you want to scare the fuck out of your kids, fast forward the scene where the guy bottles a dude's nose into his brain till he dies. Fast forward that scene. Your kids don't want to see that. But the rest of it is traditionally scary, and the ending. For me, I cry. I don't care. I'll, I fucking cry every time. I watched that movie last week, and I bawled like a little girl at the end. I was like... Like a little girl didn't just bawl. He was all... <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a seven-year-old that just lost her Polly Pocket. Yeah. Like, every, all, you little, all you girls out there, remember when you were seven and a bigger, hotter, older, meaner girl smashed your Polly Pockets on the ground and said Polly Pockets were stupid? Yeah, that's the level of crying I hit. <laughs> I love those movies. Guillermo del Toro. Probably the greatest genius of our time, I think, Have directorially. You Scary story, Ted? Don't ask questions. You don't want to know the answer too much. 
<laughs> I have been into Handmaids so much. You don't understand the love I Except have. Except for, for when show. you're watching Pan's Labyrinth, apparently. <laughs> well, I wanted to do watch some scary Halloween stuff. I watched yeah, Ra- stuff. I watched Raccoon City. I watched that. I watched Have you seen Wolf Creek? Nope. Wolf Creek is based on uh, the true story of uh, a murderer that would murder hitchhikers that were hitchhiking through Australia. Oh, I like this. Yeah, really good. Uh, guy just crazy. There's no special gimmick to him. There's no mask or anything. It's just it's just a regular murderer who's mm. just who just terrorizes. So our favorite kind. Backpackers. Just a typical. Tip, hey, you want to die? All right, let's go. <laughs> you know, yeah. like that. Thank you. Yeah. More. I mean, I guess in the sense more realistic than like Michael Myers. Exactly. More yeah. realistic in the way that there's not. It's just like because crazy people are crazy. The yeah. bottom line is murders are murderers. So yeah, something wrong with them. It's yeah. actually I was talking with. The with the, the girl there about the Dahmer special, right? Because you know we were uh, our our last episode, we we uh, got Tamara on where she was talking about how she was having a hard time getting through it, and she's yeah. a traditionally quite a fan of the murder doc and the way they do these things. So I was talking to her about it, about you know Sonia really likes this shit, <laughs> like a, like so much that I'm pretty sure she's gonna kill me at some point. Like, <laughs> I, I hope I can make this last because she's just, she'll just off me. She'll do it quick too. She'll be nice about it. <laughs> but anyway, she was talking about how they wanted to pull his brain out and analyze it because of how calmly he spoke about what he did yeah. and the way he talked about it. And just like they need, they wanted to know what it was different and that they would be able to probably um, medicate mental illness or murder people with that, you know, with that murdering instinct better if they, but they weren't allowed to do it. State wouldn't allow it. There's yeah. a bunch of controversy about it. And uh, anybody that was uh, part of the science community was like, you are, you don't understand. This is a unique case. Like this was a human being that was just on another level. He had such a severe version of whatever allows you to take a life. We need to analyze this and it might really psychotropic drugs might actually be able to treat this and they wouldn't fuck with it. What's wrong with humanity, man? That's a horror story right there, in my opinion. That's scary to think that there were people that were like, no, we don't want to unlock the secrets of why this man took so many lives so easily with no remorse. In fact, it was like a... He talks about it like collecting baseball cards. Yeah. Well, I got myself a rookie card, 1970. I mean, uh, the same thing can be said about Ed Gain, right? Like Ed Gain, when he was peeling skin off of people and making furniture with it, like he made a lamp, he made... Are they alive when he did it? uh, he killed them first? He kills them. Well, that's not really as bad. <laughs> I'm just oh saying, yeah, yeah, He's a serial killer, not as bad. Yeah, but Don- it's not. It's not. Um, and the reason I say that, hold, 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 hear me out, is because have you ever skinned a deer? It's not exactly fun. It's kind of gross, and it makes a <laughs> noise when you peel the skin <laughs> off the body. And it takes a bit of a killer instinct as a human to cut that and get that. Oh my God, I'm I'm slicing. I'm slicing flesh, but you got to swallow it down no, but and I, slice but across and peel and think of it like a carpet, right? I I know this sounds kind of sick, but I could apply the same feeling of peeling a deer to a person if I had to. If they weren't alive, I could not fucking do that to a person if they were alive. And that that's that shit happens. I always I that's always That's what the thought, natives used to do, right? They used to scalp us. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a skinning you alive. Yeah, I always thought like in any fuck that man. My, my mind is gonna go dark here, uh, and you guys are probably we, gonna we, question my sanity. We embrace it, so, bro. Yeah, so <laughs> there's, but in any movie, whenever you see anybody torture anybody for answers, the best way to do it is to to pull off a chunk of skin. You pull off a chunk better of skin. than a fingernail pull. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. you really think yeah, so? Yeah, yeah. I want to test slice this theory. And then pull, like you cut, cut, slice. Oh, I understand what you're saying. Cut a hole and then start peeling. They'll tell you whatever you want. And yeah. just peel as far back as it takes for the motherfucker to go, oh my God, I can see 
my apostles. Yeah. That's very smart. I agree with you. I would, I can think of several people I would do this to. No problem. <laughs> yeah. I might not even stop once they told me the information. And then, <laughs> and then as their body goes into shock, you drug them to bring them back down not, to reality. Not, not, not cold water hose from the tap. Just spraying it. Ah, they wake up. I'd be like, ah, you think you're going to fucking pass out because yeah. of the pain? Nah, nah. I got a hose ready. <laughs> Add some salt. Right. Ooh. Yeah, make it bad. Yeah, I'm with bro. I'm with, are we okay? <laughs> are we okay? We're fucked. Yeah. I'm getting off talking about this. I got, I'm I, not getting off. I, I, I got know. People, I got people out there that know we're coming for them for this. That's that's funny. <laughs> that's fucking funny. I like this. You and I talking about how we're going to torture people. It's just whenever we see a movie where somebody's being I'm tortured, not, I, it's like, oh, well, this is how I would do that's it. That's not how you do it, sir. Please pa <laughs> pass me the nipple clamps. <laughs> I will show you. I get off on that. That is... Is a is a is 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 foreplay. <laughs> Thank you. That's the word. I would, that's foreplay. I'll show you torture. <laughs> right? What? Are you gagging him now? Foreplay, buddy. Call, I'm nobody. Waterboarding. I'm hard, bro. You're fucking this all up. Get the skin. Now I'm not hard. Now I'm scared. Now a little turtle went away. Now I'm. Oh no! Please don't take my skin. <laughs> so it's out of my penis running away <laughs> that's what happens when mgk puts a song on. oh it's okay little guy you know anyways um uh halloween is probably our favorite time of year but the only reason when it ends it's not just because at this point you know we're getting we're past the hour 20 minutes part of the show and we've done four Halloween episode, so I feel like we've given it our proper. We've definitely put our good effort into Halloween this year. More last year, the one episode thing it was it was cool, but I liked that what we did this year. I think yeah. it was cool. I hope you guys enjoyed it too. I hope you guys have enjoyed tuning in and hearing the different intro and hearing us talk about all these different things and lightening the mood and not being so political and stuff like that for the past little while and being able to do that. Um, but the reason it doesn't hurt so bad when it's like some holidays are over and you're like, no. You yeah. know, um, the reason that when Halloween ends, I'm not like, fuck, man, now what? It's because Christmas, it, it's like as soon as it's over, you can get into, in my opinion, you can get into Christmas mode, you know? Yeah. Um, one thing that I think we're going to do is a Remembrance Day episode probably after yeah. this one. We're going to, and we're going to, because me and Mark are such history nerds, we're going to get into, especially considering the state of World War Three brewing, like a fucking freshly curated coffee. In the fucking background. Sweetheart, your coffee's ready. Oh, thanks. What's uh, What kind of coffee is it? Uh, I believe it's a World War Triple Triple. Oh, thanks. That's exactly how I like my World Wars. Bring it in. <laughs> so if that's that's what's going on, I think this is a great time to talk about the First and Second World War and pay proper tribute to the men and women conscripted, made to go. Let's talk about Normandy. Let's talk about let's talk about some shit. We're gonna talk. We're about um. We're gonna, if y'all don't remember the war, you're gonna remember it. When we're done. We're gonna have a nerd out fucking episode about the war. Yeah, and it's gonna be great. It's gonna be fun. And the, one of the favorite things I'm gonna want to do in that episode is to talk about all these things that have happened during the first, second war and the war of 1812 and civil war and all that bullshit. And then we're gonna talk about something similar that just happened in the last six months. It's going to be a fun time. So tune right. into that episode. It'll be fun times. I've got a list on my phone for that. <laughs> I'm right. working on this one for some time. Yeah. But that'll be it. Uh, anyways, as far as Halloween stuff goes, I've loved this. I've loved it. Is there any What is there any other? I talked about Pan's Labyrinth. I was also going to throw Alien out there. No, Alien is not a Halloween movie. But as far as jump scares, tradition jump scares go, can we give credit for it being... And can we give credit to Ridley Scott for inventing some of the jump scares in that movie? The big mouth, little mouth, the... 
ventilation scene in the first movie. Yeah, yeah. Some of the scenes that Ridley Scott did for jump scares, the chest burster not telling the other people on set that that it was happening, short of the guy with it in oh, him. Yeah. Like, genius. film, uh, Filming, genius storytelling. And a scary fucking movie for any time of the year, but especially this time of year. The uh, So the film creators, when they're making these scary movies... There are certain details that they will leave out of the scene, so like the chest burst or whatever, or uh, even uh, the the remake of it. They kept yeah, Talk they 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 kept Bill Skarsgård from the children as long as he could, so that when it came time to see the clown, they were just straight up terrified. That's very clever. So they didn't show them a production artwork or anything yeah, like they that. They didn't see anything about it. It was a complete surprise. All when they, they did first was read their script. They're like, you yeah. know your lines. Deliver, you little fucks. <laughs> you know, sorry. Yeah. Child actors could be so difficult to deal with, I imagine. You get these little fucking rich kids and little rich entitled kids trying to make a name for themselves. I think if I was a director, that'd be like the one thing I never want to do is work with fucking kids because I've heard some horror stories about it. And then you get some of them that are just amazing, right? Like that little girl that played Leia, everyone loved her on set. She thought yeah. it was the coolest thing ever, right? But I heard about the kids on the end set. I fucking heard. <laughs> well, because we're from Oshawa, right? Yeah. Or we're in the Oshawa area and they film that movie here. So um, it's kind of interesting. You, you hear more when you're local. But anyways, um, yeah, I'll give you that as far as uh, that being a clever thing to do. Yeah, and that, right, same and that, with uh, same with The Shining too. Ah, the uh, when that that woman actress, she was actually having a mental breakdown, being chased by uh, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot you of know, talk technically, about The Shining. Technically, they should have stopped filming for her mental well being, and she probably nah, still fuck. suffers from PTSD to this day from that. But fucker, they made an iconic film. The end's... Might not justify the means in that situation. Obviously, I feel for that type of thing, but I think there's something to say about experiencing a terrifying thing live on film and other people. Like, we've all experienced that with her now. You know what I mean? Yeah. She must have some closure with over that situation. I mean, many, many actors... We, go through that kind of wear and tear like the, it's part the of being she was exhausted and that's kind of what led to the breakdown and i mean even when talking about war movies a lot of actors are put through uh exhausting military so that training they, that night we're talking about 1917 yeah they fucking made those guys go like i mean those shots were straight those guys worked long days you know that was cool um yeah yeah, yeah. i'm a fan of that type of stuff not telling the actors but that i think the chestburster scene them not knowing what was going to happen and of course the alien franchise hadn't been invented yet so the idea of this thing that comes out of your chest because it face hugged you was was new and, and to like, them it was an insane idea yeah to us it's common knowledge aliens been around since the 70s right yeah it's not new to us to see something go, ah! out of your chest you know what i mean that's not weird for us but then it was like it's gonna come out of what what the fuck are we making yeah you know star wars has been a, i think alien and star wars were the two movies where finally people were like so you can just make a movie about anything i guess <laughs> like I, I think that's when it started to go yeah. off it started to go off because that was like before those movies every movie had something it was either so funny and off the wall it was unrealistic you know what i mean or it was about a real thing after star wars and alien they're like yeah it's free reign if you can think it you we can make it yeah right and i like that um i think that's pretty interesting any last ones any last any last minute things you think maybe we talked about home improvement and and Roseanne and 
married with children, having great specials. We've talked about modern shows like The Treehouse of Horror from The Simpsons. Family Guy's got some great uh, Halloween specials. We're talking to, I, I love New Girl and Community and The Office for their Halloween specials or episodes you can go and search exclusive with Halloween. Yep. Um, we talked about The Office a bunch and all the yep. different hilarity there. Check all that stuff out if you're looking for something to do for Halloween. But uh, otherwise... Otherwise, should we start uh, talking about my boy Tom? Halloween is a, is a wrap on the shot pod. Uh, moving on to uh, yes, we've got uh, some. Just we're gonna end it with a little bit of political talk, and to kick off the political talk, we're gonna talk about Tom McDonald's new music now, video and song, yeah, yeah. Sheeple. Yeah. So can we? Are we gonna get in trouble if we play five or six seconds of of the the lines and then talk about them? Uh, that, I mean. He, I don't think he, but I'm wondering, like, yeah, will the will he's the, given permission so for my, streamers to my use question his music. isn't that I don't think Tom's going to get a, yell at us, but I'm wondering will if like we put this podcast on Spotify, so will Spotify when we upload it, he, you know, its algorithm will hear these pieces of his song and will it flag the, this episode and say they're using content that's not theirs? Is that how that works? Uh, no, it's it's not the same as YouTube. Okay, so we'll probably be okay if we just play a few seconds of it and then talk. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't necessarily want to constantly do the play the music, talk, play the music, talk, play the music, talk. I don't want to do that. Okay, well, can we just play, like, a, we'll play a beginning of the song so that there's an idea of the flow, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. Um, if we can. So, anyways, so just some brief background. So, we're going to talk about a guy named Tom McDonald. Tom McDonald is a fully independent artist. Him and his girlfriend, Nova, live in California. He's a Canadian guy who grew up here in Canada on oil rigs and shit. Um, he went to the States because he, like most smart Canadian artists, realized that our music industry, A, barely exists, and C, is A, is barely exists, B, is stifling to artists as far as creativity and finances, and C, ultimately, there's no money to make here even if you do get all of that. So he left and went to the States where you can actually become a, an artist or a musician and do something with your art, which you can't do here. I don't care. And if you're, all, if you're listening to this and you want to argue with me, I would fucking love to debate you on this. I've been involved in the Canadian music industry and I was good friends with Mike Turner from Our Lady Peace for a long time and I milked that man like a like a like a dried cow for all straight the, from his nipples of all the information i could about this industry and i deducted how horrible it is from him and, and he will attest to everything i'll say i bet it should be 100 honest because there's no it's it's not like it used to be so anyways he uh tom went to the states and he started with a, a song called dear rappers which was um you know making his own videos all everything fully, fully independent no management no nothing so it's it's all just him so we started following Tom. You know, he's got world uh, songs like Fake Woke that you've probably heard that are a big deal. If you haven't, go check them out. Songs like America, Brainwashed. He talks a lot about politics and stuff. I'm surprised he didn't say Clown World. Clown World's my favorite yeah. of all the ones that he does, but I'm not kidding. Now this, although the beat and the, and the sound of the song isn't on the musical level and catchiness of Clown World, I feel that the lyrics are just as relevant and they might be better at displaying the topic. Like he's really good at taking like for me a topic with a million things to talk to points and really digging into the what what are the main parts. So anyways, I just want to analyze this song and say like why is a guy like this putting this song out? And all the people that were listening to it were saying I want a leftist or somebody on that on the other side to uh, to just take one of the points and then say well this is wrong because because he's not saying ignorant things. He's saying truthful things in just the right way that you can't get mad about it. But he's being destroyed on the comments on this video. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, let's talk a little bit about it. And if you don't like Tom, you might like him after this.
Humans been controlled since the day that they were civilized. The truth has been so heavily politicized. If you don't know who's controlling you and killing all the little guys, find out who you're not allowed to criticize. Black folks who were never, ever actual slaves. Fighting with white folks who ain't actual Nazis. Controlled by rich folks who use the news to make hate. While elite folks control all the political parties. Okay, kill it. Um, so this song's called Sheeple. We just played you a piece of it. So that's, you can kind of hear his flow and you can kind of get an idea um, of what's going on. So I don't want to, like he said, I don't want to stop and start. So right off the bat, we've got these interesting lyrics. I'm just trying to bring up the lyrics on a sheet right now. <laughs> Do we have them somewhere so I could just fucking read them? Jesus Christ, man. The internet makes everything so fucking difficult sometimes. <laughs> Drives me crazy. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't find it, like, anywhere. One of the first websites. If you don't know who's controlling you and killing all the there little we guys, go. find it. Okay, not so I saw things. people do react videos. Yeah, that's just a good intro. He's just basically introducing what he's talking about. So the first line in the song that smacks you up the face that I saw a lot of people stop is black folks who were never actual slaves. Not meaning that black people weren't slaves, meaning that the ones alive today weren't because yeah. you're not. And neither were your dads, probably. And neither were their granddads, probably. And it starts to get a little messy after that. Um, fighting with white folks who ain't actual Nazis. Now, everybody's first reaction, you've had it personally. I like this line because white people get attacked and be called Nazis. And it's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, calling a brown guy a packy or calling a, a black guy the N-word. Like, they're no-nos. You're not allowed to do that. And I'm tired. I think we should be on this. Don't call white people Nazis because we don't like something. Or we disagree with something. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. You're labeling somebody based on some stupid shit. I, I don't like it. And, and I'm, I think it should, you know what I mean? It, it put it on the same level. Don't, don't, it's a generalization. Oh, so you, um, uh, don't, you, you don't believe in gun control. Or you're a pro-gun guy. So you're a Nazi. You know what I mean? It's just, it's fucking hard to deal with that yeah it's just like you know saying to a black person and someone's like yo man i i think I, I disagree with you i think black people are still oppressed right now and you go well you're just a stupid being n-word like it's the same fucking level of rude you call me a stupid fucking nazi call you stupid fucking bleh. it's it's like this it's just rude ignorant you have a severe political opinion so i'm going to label you something ignorant yeah it's not nice and i'm tired of it like not being a nazi is a serious thing and i'll be i'll be honest with you anybody who's been to jail or done time, or hung out with bikers, knows what a real Nazi is, and I'll tell you, all you people out there throwing that word around, I like those people to come talk to you for five. They're, they're crazy. These people are fucking lifeless in their eyes. So I love that he's saying, don't, you know, not actual Nazis, because we're not, we're on the internet talking and having a, a debate. It's not about being a Nazi. A Nazi is, is they were the, they were the, the most powerful army on the planet. Like, they, this is an idea that took the world over. I don't think it's funny to talk about it, and it's a word that goes out there all the time. You personally have dealt with being called it. Yeah, I mean, it gets to the point where if anybody's calling you something, you're just like, oh, you're one of those people. Yeah, exactly, and that's where I'm at. So, like, I'm done with that word. Um, and it says something about, you know, rich people uh, just laughing because political parties are run by them. So, yeah. right away, we're looking at... Um, things that are hard, hard pills to swallow. He says... Um, Trying to make you burn cities down and kill each other. They got sick minds, big lies. Defund the police so that there's big crime. Okay? So the defund the police idea just stimulates the fact that there's a crime problem in America. So we're, we're getting pretty big right here. Take away our freedom to restore order that they let die. So they're removing your freedoms through the, the COVID thing. But he gets to that later. 
So the next line, this is this is bad. This is when we start getting into. So now we're jumping from blacks and whites to trans and yeah. and all that. So the next line is. Um, what does it say? Play with people, turn men into women. Now that line, I know it's going to set people off. It's like, they're not turning men into women. Uh, they're not turning women into men. Those people are trans. They want that. It's part of blah, 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 blah. And you're not wrong. Okay. You got to understand that we're not saying that there aren't people that are trans that are, are making that transition. The problem is that the media is taking certain people that have even gone back on it. They've gone trans. I'm going back now. And they're just, um, not politicizing, I guess they're just making it a big, making it a big media deal that this person is doing this and going on about how strong and independent they are, you know? And I've said this before. It was easier for Caitlyn Jenner, Bruce Jenner to become Caitlyn Jenner than it was for Muhammad Ali to stop being Cassius Clay and become Muhammad Ali. And that is fucking wrong. That is a Dave Chappelle line. And it is true. It is a way bigger problem to escape religious oppression. This trans thing is a rich white man thing. I'm sorry. A big part of it is rich white guys getting attention that they don't fucking deserve and Tom's not about it. If you're trans and you and you want to be a part of that community and you want to be a leader of it, props to you. But a lot of what you see in the media is a show. They're not representing your community and they're not on your side. And Tom doesn't like that. And a lot of that, he's, he's not about it. So if yeah. gender's a spectrum, show is privilege. Change, change the pronouns. I like that. Uh, I know poor white folks and black celebrities with millions. They starve you with a lack of information and only give you facts through a branded corporation. Distort your worldview with an algorithm that changes based on propaganda created for your engagement. So they starve you with a lack of information and they give you facts through branded corporation. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the actual information that's out there is the shit they're trying to filter off as disinformation, misinformation. We're talking and, about fact checkers and things yeah, here. And, and they're trying to program everything through big tech. And, it uh, is, as and, well and as when he uses the word pharma. algorithm, Mark's right. It's an actual algorithm. It is. It's it's written so that you know what I mean. It's it's a it's a separate entity that's not human taking bits and pieces of what you're doing and of what we're doing and saying and deciding what goes where. Yeah, it's scary. So yeah, you're you're right on that. But I was just kind of tying that into the distort your that will distort your view because you'll question. Wait a minute, is this right? Is this wrong? CP two four told me that a million people died of COVID this week. Yeah, but when I go online, um, what's uh, you know. One of these real, you know, uh, you know, new. What's one of the ones we 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 go to? Mind farting here, but you know what I mean. A news source that we go to for well, like Rebel that, News. Re Rebel News yeah. is one, right? And and other ones. Um, you'll be like, well, what about what they're saying? Yeah, I don't know what to believe, right? And that's the whole idea. Um, propaganda. If you don't know what propaganda is, you know, and and, and I like this line: propaganda curated for your engagement. And it's not made for your engagement, it's curated, right? It, which means that it's actually being manufactured based around you yeah. so that you will conform, right? That's curation. It's different, right? Yeah. These are really specific words and they're very good. So we've touched on the pronouns and fucking with the trans community and, and, and you know, basically glorifying that counterculture and then making it a bigger deal than anything else that's going on while people are dying, how that's a problem. Um the chorus is cute, but I, you know, we're not really here for the chorus. You yeah. Know? Just basically don't be a sheep is what it's saying. This is the good one. Hollywood been rotting your brain, controlling your mouth. You say lit fleet bet cap. You're trying to, they're trying to dumb you down. I want to ask your opinion on this line. Do you, because we say sick, dope. You know, we say uh, slang that yeah. from our generation. Yes. 
Were they dumbing us down? Because I just feel like that's this generation's version of sick or dope or. Uh, well, I mean, kind of, but like, we weren't really going by online trends. We, like, I'll you know, give you that. We, we hear the stuff maybe in movies, but it, not, at not mo- yeah, not necessarily movies with political agendas. Like if you're watching Ninja Turtles and all that stuff, I'm like radical. And so, right. Yeah. There's a, yeah, there's a perfect example. I was, yeah. I said Calabunga as a kid because fucking Mikey said it. Yeah. Was I being groomed? I don't think so. I, I I think he's got. I think he's on. Maybe to like pizza companies, right? And I mean, Domino's won that. Remember, remember, yeah. What is, what is, what's that sign where he's, where Michelangelo and Donnie are looking up at the grate, and he's like, "Wise man once said," yeah. and I said he says something really prolific, and then he says, "But never pay for late pizza." Yeah. It's a really good line. What the fuck? Yeah. Is, damn it! Why can't I remember? This is such a big line. It's such an important part of the movie. Yeah. Anyways. And then Domino shows up in that, and the Domino's kid puts the pizza on the back of his thing and then beats the shit out of all the guys robbing the mall. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I love that movie. I'm going home to watch that. I don't give a shit. Um, this is, oh, dude, this is good. They endorse whatever narrative is popular to shout <laughs> and use minorities thing. in movies. They're like diver- memes that make fun of this on Facebook. Like, oh, I support the current thing. <laughs> they use whatever narrative is popular to shout and use minorities in movies for diversity clout. That fucking line, man. Little Mermaid. Done. Right there. That's what he's talking about. He's talking about, let's just make everything black so black people like us. We're not racist. I swear to God. You're trying too hard. Now we know you're racist. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. The Little Mermaid being black is bad for black people. And they know it, and that's why no one likes it. Because it's just fucking with the with the norm. You're just fucking with shit. You know it's going to set someone off, because someone's going to say something. The difference between us and the rest of the world is that me and Mark have no problem saying it's I stupid. I mean, the, the weird thing, though, is like, if Ariel is, is made black, and the people are all like, you know, it's not a big deal. Like, do you truly feel represented by... Changing a white character to a black character. Now, granted, the original Little Mermaid, as we mentioned in another episode, was green in in the original story. Make but, it, yeah. but then Disney came out with this white ginger uh, mermaid, and then they just redid it. She's in a Disney black, princess. Black you know, ginger. The original, like, and my issue with this is that like Jasmine's a thing. They they have there's there, it's. It's just, it's, but no, it's you think stupid. about it, and it's all just to push further division. It's what that, and that's the point. The point is, it's just there for a discussion so that we can disagree on something. It's more diver, it's more divide, right? Yeah. And that's why Tom even talked. He said, Do you care if the Little Mermaid's black? If you do, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. He made a whole video about it. So I just think that, that the point is that we care makes it stupid, but we I can identify that by making her black, they're just trying to stir the pot. Yeah. So know that that's a pot stirrer. And, and it's and, not it's and, not and, true and, representation. And it's, mo- it's not true representation, but it's also not there to fuck with us white people. It's just there to stir the pot. Move on to another bowl of soup with a pot that's got less controversy. Walk yeah. past that soup. So that's the end of that talk. But yeah, that's what he said. I love that line. Two sides on the spectrum, but ain't none of them honest. Yeah. Took the red pill and blue pill, spit them both in the garbage. This idea, I think this is a very Ronnie Radke mentality of spit the both pills out. You know, yeah, don't because, be a, because being it talks woke, about this or that and yeah. there's nothing in between. Yeah, so. it's do or die. It's heaven or hell. Like it's do or die. Like it, there yeah. has to be middle ground. This is another line about being, there needs to be middle ground between red and blue. This red and blue ain't gonna work no more. You know what I mean? Um, I like that. Now, now being woke 
it's having two good legs and never taking a step forward. Being woke used to mean you understood you're a target. Sorry, I switched those lines. But either way, being woke used to mean you understand you're a target. I thought he said when being woke used to mean you understood you're retarded. <laughs> Just the way he delivers the line. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> but I found, I obviously I was wrong, but I was just misheard lyric joke there. Yeah. Um, if now this is, I think there are three lines in the song that are jaw droppers that the reactors have gotten up, thrown ah! headphones down. Ah! They run upstairs. They're like, <laughs> I can't believe he said that. This is one of them. This is the first, uh, the, I believe the first one was black people who ain't actually slaves fighting white people who ain't actual Nazis. So that was the first one. So that was the first, whoa, what did he just say? Yeah. The second one is right here. You're ready for this one. If you agree, it's free speech. If you disagree, it's hate speech. This is huge. Can you tell me about that story in the car? We we're talking about the guy with the fine, the $900 million fine. Can, you, can we talk about that? Alex oh, Jones. Alex Jones. Let's talk about Alex Jones right now. Yeah, so That's Al what this is about. So Alex Jones uh, first heard from one of his sources that uh, that the Sandy Hook massacre were uh, were a bunch of crisis actors. Right. So, so fr he heard this and he rolled with it for a little bit and... Instantly, he was he was called out for it, whatever. And then afterwards, after doing more research, that's where he apologized and all that. But, I mean, people are trying to say, oh, you want to hold him accountable to his words. Well, if you're trying to hold him accountable to his words, you have to go by the whole story where he apologized for it. But no, 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 they ain't having nope. that. They're going by the first little bit there to ostracize him, to uh, shut down right-wing platforms. Right. Yeah. So, if you disagree, it's hate speech. Bam, yeah. right away, right then and there. And he's even apologized for it. Yeah. Doesn't matter. So free speech, if it's free, why is he paying $900 million? <laughs> There's nothing free about it. And it was a legit mistake that he even admitted. Yeah. I don't even care that it was a mistake. I don't care if he stuck by saying they were crisis actors. I don't care if he said, I don't give a fuck about those families or kids. That's his right to say that. Is it not? Yeah. Yeah. Does it make him a good person? He's being he so he's getting no in that doesn't more, make him a good person but he he has the so right he's to getting in more trouble for his words than the guy who actually killed the fucking kids yes did the guy who killed kids pay nine hundred million dollars yeah. he didn't have it either way it's just it's fucked up so that's the type of thing we're talking about that's what he's talking about that's a problem yeah. free speech ain't free that's not cool this up like like literally like. This is what our grand like our grand you, you gotta understand what our grandparents died for. Like they died just so you could walk down the street and go, I fucking hate this color of person. And and and, and people could go, whatever floats your boat there, psycho. And then you could go home and everyone in town can talk about how much they don't like you, but that's the end of it. It's okay to hate things. You're allowed to and, and, and maybe a week later that comes out and goes, you know what? That group of people, I hate Mexicans. I fucking hate them all. That guy falls in a river and a Mexican guy fucking grabs his hand and pulls him out the river. He yeah. goes, Holy shit. I hate Mexicans. Well, maybe now you'll be nuts up to us, man. And then that guy comes to town next day going, I've, I, I'm sorry. I was an ignorant piece of shit. You haven't given him the chance when you're, you know what I mean? People change. Yeah. Opinions change. The world, you know what I mean? Like you, but it's your right to evolve. You're not, you can't just cap them right there at birth. Anyways, my, my point is, is that free speech is supposed to be free. I'm not saying you should be allowed to hurt people, but you can talk whatever shit you want. That's you, you got to understand for every one person that's talking some hate speech, this actual hate speech, like I hate this type of person. There's a million other people with creative thought provoking, idealistic, probably ideas that will change the world that you're never going to hear because you fucking stifled everybody based on that one asshole. You understand? That's why speech is free. It's what we fought for. And we've but, lost I mean, it. I, I, technically also, if you want to go by uh, the, the, the hate speech, 
I'm Li- not going to say it doesn't exist. No, no, but- literally, literally every group out there that is that is fighting for something is hating something. You're not wrong. So like, see how I did that one off yeah. there. I'm so good. I'm getting yeah. good at it now. <laughs> so like when you have feminists saying they hate the patriarchy. Yeah, like well, you hate something. That's hate speech, yeah. bitch. You just <laughs> fucked up. You just. I love you, Mark. I love you, Mark. Mark always says what I'm thinking, but he said sometimes I get so angry and the the fucking BP kicks in and my brain starts twitching. And then Mark will go, (laughs) and I'll go. That's what I wanted to say. You're you're like Michael Scott when you're like, thank you. That's exactly (laughs) it. I need this in my life. All right, this is another good one. Right? Um, If you agree, it's free speech. Disgrace hate speech. Erase it if it came from anywhere but the mainstream. Um, Here comes. The third, and I would say, no, there might be four big lines in this, but this line is a big one. And I want to talk about this line a little bit because I do see where people are coming from more. Trump supporters labeled as the racists, but that can't be. Lincoln was Republican and that's who ended slavery. This line is true, but I understand why people brand Republicans racist. I get it. And I get because these days, back in the 1800s, Republican... This is a this is a very important point, okay? This is probably the biggest point I'm going to make. All right. The reason Lincoln as a Republican was all about slavery ending is because Republicans are all about freedom. Yeah. They've been all about freedom for 500 years. Okay, Republicans existed long before America. They were they came from over there, okay? They settled here, right? So Lincoln being a Republican and pushing a slavery-free nation was part of a freedom platform. It was part of saying we should all, men, all men are equal. Okay? Now, has the Republican policy on freedom changed since 1868, which I believe was when Lincoln was voted in? I'll answer that for you, Mark. It fucking hasn't. They still believe in freedom, which is why they want you to have a gun and they want you to vote. And they want, you know what I mean? The Republican Party, and Trump is included in this, never wanted to take freedom away, okay? They wanted to control immigration. They wanted to, I'm not going to say I agree with all of Pump's, let's put kids in camps in the fucking Texas and Mexico. Like, some of his tactics were a bit crazy, but it was- he just continued on what the other he, administration was I, doing. I agree, but I'm just saying, so I kind of understand where people are like, well, it doesn't mean that. That's not freedom. But you know who benefited from all of that was Americans. You can say it's bad. You can talk shit all you want about what they were doing. The bottom line is, is that that nation is suffering and jobs are disappearing and money isn't as plentiful as it used to be. So there's not a lot of extra money for illegal immigrants to be taking it taking that cash from people. So they're trying to crack down on that so that actual Americans have a chance. You need border control as well. And if you, I don't care. We're up here in the North. We're in Canada. I know a lot of our listeners are probably Canadian or Northerners. You don't know until you've been there. You need to go to Texas. You need to see the border problems. You need to see the tens of thousands well, of, remember, of illegals that come and, and fuck up. They, they do a lot of crime, and they fucking take jobs, and they, pro, they create problems in these areas. The so mayor the, of New York declared a state of emergency from all the immigrants being bussed yeah. into New York. He declared a state of emergency. That and that's that's just from that's just from this, this happening. This is during a Biden administration, keep in mind. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Because when you when you go from Trump's policy of let's fucking round him up to Biden's, oh, everybody's a person, that's what happens. You yeah. Mean, yeah. So so 
That's where your tolerance gets you. If these immigrants weren't bussed up to New York where they would claim a state of emergency, you're just leaving it to Texas to declare a state of emergency. Yeah, you're just another state with probably less money because New York's one of the richest states in all of of, of the United States of America. Like, fuck, man. Cali and New York, kind of like Ontario and Quebec are Canada, Cali and New York State are the fucking states. Throw in uh, Texas and Florida, and you've got the states. 90% of their fucking money comes from those four. Like, really? Like, let's be real. So anyway... Like, yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm fucking with you on that. So the re- that I love that line, though, where he's just reminding people where the Republican spirit comes from. It yeah. comes from a man that freed the slaves. So never forget that, kids, when you're out there talking shit about right-wingers and Republicans. Never forget that they're the ones that w- built the Underground Railroad and smuggled motherfuckers to Canada. They're the ones that fought to eliminate the need for that railroad, and they died to do it. And then they got black people to, to join the fucking Republican. The Republican army was full of blacks. Yeah. Anybody that could fucking shoot was allowed to join. You think they were... The whole thing was fucked up. The whole, yeah. the whole civil war was fucked up. Anyways, and the reason people associate racism with Republicans is because most Republican states are in the South, and the South is who wanted the slaves. So it's an easy confusion. But the South is not Republican. Republicans are Republican. Yeah. Get over it. That's the end of that speech. It's just, he's away, these one lines are, they mean a lot. That's just yeah. why I wanted to dig into this. Um, oh, this is, there's so many good ones. So now, <laughs> now we've shit on Trump, Racism, classism, we've gotten into all of that in this, in, this, in this song alone. And here comes another point, a huge point. Let's, COVID, let's fuck COVID. Yeah. In four sentences, he takes COVID and he destroys it. Anybody that got their vax or anybody that, does, that believes that, that you need it to be better, here you go. This is all you need to really fucking hear. Science has been politicized. It's easy to see. A mask became a symbol of which side you believe. But you'll never cure a sickness till you cure all greed because the problem with our natural immunity is it's free. Yeah. So basically, he's just saying a lot of people would have recovered. it. This probably could have just been like, oh, there's a flu. You know, everybody stay home for a week. Yeah. It probably could have been three weeks to, to curve the to whatever the curb they probably could well, i mean the, and, and the shittier thing about this is all the actual science was hidden so anybody who's like trust the science trust, trust the science, science trust the science and now, and now the science is out there saying that you have a higher chance of having an adverse reaction than you do of being yeah. hospitalized COVID. Fr- from covid yeah so you have a higher chance of getting a, of something new and dying from it than you do of getting covid and dying from it because of the vax and now on youtube you can't say the vax is effective without a fact checker revoking it. Yeah. Anyways, we're going to get to fact checkers in a second, but either way, <laughs> like that is, so that line is the destruction of COVID in my opinion. Your natural immunity isn't free, so why do you think they were trying to pump you full of experimental drugs? Yeah, fucking dipshits! Anyways, I love that. That's another line that blew my mind. Now, this is another good one, and I'll be on, I'll be real with you, man. Um, this is a line about me. <laughs> uh, society, where is, did I get this right? Yeah, are you addicted to pornography? Because the problem with our yeah, yeah, society is broke. They want you locked inside a cubicle, addicted to pornography, liquor, and pharmaceuticals. I'm just gonna say I'm an addict. You know, I I uh, I 
I have a bipolar brain. It never stops, and I numb it down with drugs, whether it was imipramine for bipolar when I was on real medication, whether it was cocaine, shitloads of it to get over my divorce, whether it was, uh, at the moment, marijuana. I do a lot. I smoke on a regular basis. Yeah, it's legal. I feel like it helps. It calms me. It helps me function through life. You know, I'm not never been addicted to porn, but I do know people have had porn addictions, and it's a real thing, and it can be laughable to me, but to them, it's real, and it's hurt. It, it, it's it's difficult it's it because it's a, it's an issue you know they won't fuck their girl but they'll watch porn all day it's it's, what it's a, a what thing about apple pies <laughs> i fucked an apple pie or two in my day <laughs> they're rebooting uh american, american pie. pie so how do you think that's going to go in today's society uh I, I just hope that the hole is a lot smaller in the pie because <laughs> i don't feel like anybody's got big dicks these days or we wouldn't have so many pussies in society uh, anyways, that's the end. I, I will watch a reboot of that, yeah. though. I, didn't they do American Reunion and finish the series? Are they reboot? Is it a reboot? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't reboot classic like that. Sorry, yeah. that's not going to go well. It'd be like trying to reboot Ace Ventura with a different actor. Who the fuck are you going to get? Yeah. Who's going to be Stifler? Fuck off with that. Anyway, um, they tell you that you're fat and poor and you were never beautiful. Then tweet how much they love you when they hear about your funeral. I like that one, too. Um I don't feel like that's as relevant to us. That's a very American thing. Yeah. You know, America likes to talk shit about everybody. And then when they're dead, talk about how great they are. I feel like we're more real than that up here. So, you know, fuck, uh, fuck yourself, America. Do better. Well, no, 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 hang on. Hang on a second. Just just before that. Sure. So tell you you're, you're fat and poor. Uh, like, they're not going to say Jonah Hill is is poor. But if you watch any interview with Jonah Hill, the amount of times that he he's like, oh, you're the funny fat guy. And you see the the pain in his face and him suddenly not wanting to be there to do the interview. And he's like, why, why would you say that? Why would you say that? I've like, heard it. Like I've they, heard it. I've they, seen they've glorified him being fat as the fat funny guy. And then when he does something for himself to better his health and better himself. Well, I mean, you're, you yourself are talking about blood pressure at your age yeah. on the car right over here. Yeah. So I give him mad props for understanding that he's in his 30s now. And he was going to probably die like Chris Farley if he didn't fucking call Calm down on the weight. Yeah. You know what I mean? I give the man all the credit. And he's still funny and amazing actor. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I, I I don't blame him for coming across the table at a few bitches over uh, in interviews over that. And yeah. by bitches, I mean a, a male or female. And you're a bitch if you're asking a guy like that and saying that stuff. But uh, on the same side, on the opposite side of the spectrum, uh, not so much the, the fat side, but just uh, objectifying somebody. We, yes. we do have to bring up. We do up, it with women. We yeah. do it with so men, too. We, we got to bring up uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. What, like, being in the Avengers, like, people were literally asking her if she was wearing underwear under her leotard. And she's like, why Why are? You, why is that your why question? Why is that relevant? Why are you wondering if I'm wearing underwear? Do you want to know if I was on my period when we shot that scene? <laughs> yeah, like, like what? Oh, you don't want to know that. Oh, okay. That, that's too far. But yeah. my underwear you want to know about? Yeah. See, that's, if I was, I was a girl, that I would, I would answer every question with, would you like to know about my period too? Because I just feel like there's so many things that are personal. It's like, oh, because everyone thinks periods are gross. So if you throw that out there, they're like, no, I don't want to know. It's like, well, they're all, just so you know, they're on the same level of your fucking business. You know, I, re <laughs> I really feel like that. But yeah. the period is gross. You don't want to know about that. But you want to know whether I was wearing underwear by Lee Chart. That's the same level of inappropriate. But don't fuck. Yeah. Ladies, I get you. I get you with it, man. You are so right to tell people to fuck off when they get like that. <laughs> but the feminist girls that are just like, oh, a boy told me I'm pretty and now I feel objectified. Like, bitch, you need to calm down. Yeah. There is a line between ignorance like the Jonah Hill question and the ScarJo question and just, you look good today. You know what I mean? Yeah. Please calm down. I have a boyfriend. So sorry. <laughs> sorry. I was actually just hoping to get a raise. Like... <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. Um. Anyways. Oh Jesus. Okay, so we're on to the. If they can't convince you, they confuse you. They want you dumb or dead. They divided you by race, religion, income, and sex. Make everybody left or right. The hatred got so intense. If the other side likes oxygen, put a bag on your head. <laughs> I And I'm with him. So, And the reason he said this line is because he does not believe it was always like this. In the 80s and the 90s, if you were a, a right-winger or a left-winger or a liberal, like, was there uh, riots? Were there tiki torches happening? Was there George Floyd? Was there the storming of the Capitol? Was there the school shootings? Was there, was there, was there, was there? No, there was none of it. There was yeah. none of it. There was, uh, remember I told you I, I missed the days when I used to flip to the, the House of Commons and go, boring, and go to the next one? Pierre put out a new video this week. It was a new video of Pierre Polyevry in fucking House of Commons talking shit across the aisle. Will this government stop taxing Canadians to death? Yeah. Exact words. It sits down. No response. They didn't even answer it. Yeah. Are you gonna are you gonna kill any taxes? No, they're not. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, that's he mean what he means is like this whole we hate each other so much. And I do hate leftists. I'm gonna be honest with you. That that hate is in my heart. But I am much more passionate about converting them, waking them up. Well and, uh, and making them want their freedom as badly as I want mine than I would ever be about hurting them. So if they can't convince you, they confuse you, they want you dumb or dead. So there there have been literal people uh, during the uh, the BLM riot, riots, oh yeah, uh, where they're like, oh, he's a Trump supporter, let's kill him, and then they they literally shot dead Trump supporter yeah. for supporting Trump. That was yeah. fucking stupid. Yeah, that was what that whole thing was. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, the uh, if the other side li- uh, likes oxygen, you'll put a bag on your head. But the funny thing is, that, and I love the people that do this. They'll they'll go up and then then they'll say like oh well uh, what do you have to say about uh, Trump when he said this and then they'll say a ridiculous quote and then they'll say actually it was Biden that said that and they're like uh uh eh, uh uh oh, that's gotcha. fucking that's good <laughs> gotcha moment <laughs> yeah this I, we're getting late so we'll yep. finish this up conspiracy theory is labeled as misinformation it's just a terrifying it's just the terrifying truth that scares the hell out of the nation so then he elaborates so we don't want really to talk too much about it. The, the elaboration on this whole conspiracy theory scaring people is um, the system's treating you like trash and you got rifles to aim with. Imagine how they'll treat you when your guns get confiscated. So that's a line about like if they come take your, if this is how they're treating us now and we actually are armed and we have the second amendment or at least they do in the States. Yeah. What's it going to be like when that's not there? Yeah. It's not got a good point, but I think this is, this is our, the last line for me that like I, I threw the headphones down and went, what? <laughs> you know, George Orwell, 1984 was this last lecture. George called them thought police. Now we call them fact checkers. Dude. Yeah. You went. Give him a crown. It's the sound of my mind. That's where, that's, yeah, the sound of your mind, you have that entire crowd. Oh! <laughs> you just see the, the, the meme of that guy who's just standing there smug, wearing his glasses with that smug look on his face. Just like yeah, there's just that's that's it. For me. That's it. Now there's a couple quick <sighs> government surveillance trying to catch you. They don't ask questions. Mass incarceration equals capital for cash investments. Talking about rounding people up in those ice camps is is money. It's money yeah. to the state. So uh, you know. And then this is the another line. The system isn't broke. It's working fine. Oppressive and chaotic is how it was designed. That yeah. started with Nixon leaving the Federal Reserve from being a gold standard in the 70s. That's when the, the, the system is working fine started. That was when it, 
that was when the break happened and the system started working against you and not for you. In, yeah. my, in my opinion, from our history, um, they don't teach you rights in school. You never learned them at all because they're easy uh, to remove if you don't know what they are. You oh, skip skip. What I skip here? They say if we ain't doing nothing wrong, there's nothing to hide while their agenda and intelligence completely, completely classified. classified. Now, it, this goes into the Julian Assange shit. Go ahead. Talk. Like So Julian Assange, uh, he he released some documents about uh, the, the National Security Agency, kind of like Edward Snowden, but there, there, Very, was, just, yeah. there was just more uh, that... The U.S. took to be uh, they, they as him releasing important military documents, uh, revealing people's names and all that shit. And uh, on top of that, they redacted a lot of shit in the information that was released. They re- redacted so much that they were told they redacted too much. They released it, and he was still arrested. Now they want to extradite him to the U.S. because he's currently in uh, the U.K. Mm-hmm. and uh, and they want to put him to death. Unfucking real, dude. So there's your, yeah, that's another fantastic lineup. I'm sorry I skipped over that bit out there. I just wasn't paying yeah. attention. But yeah, the uh, and the idea of if you ain't doing nothing wrong, there's nothing to hide. Um, for me, this is a red light cameras. This is a CCTV nation, which we are now. Uh, I can't, I, I can't, there's uh, cameras in my apartment building, which there should be. You know what I mean? But there's cameras in my apartment building. I leave my apartment building. There's cameras on every building near me. There's a camera outside the convenience store. I go. You can. There, there's a camera on me every moment that I, from the moment I leave my house until I get about three blocks from my house. And then I, I, I'm free for seconds before the local school on Ritson Road has about 20. Yeah. We are all being monitored. And I'm sorry, bro. Like when they're making the, and this is where, and so just, let's just take that idea. We're being monitored. Then at the end, they're easy to remove you if you don't know what they are talking about the rights. The only people they can rule are criminal ones, so they force you into corners till you're breaking the law. So the yeah. idea of CCTV is that when they squeeze you and you go sell, you know, 20 bucks worth of weed to your buddy so that you can make 20 bucks because you need the 20 bucks for gas to go pick up your son because it's your weekend with him, but the current political climate has just made it so you don't have that money, so I'm going to go sell this. I'm going to go sell this weed real quick. That camera got you. Yeah. You, that you're forcing uh, selling 20 bucks worth of weed something that that guy should go to prison for no but they're gonna get you yeah. because of that type of shit so that's what I'm saying so they're forcing you the CCTV is there so that when you slip up they got you and you and, but all the people are like well I like it because it keeps cr-. any person that thinks that all those cameras up will um, what's the word I'm looking for uh, like keep people from doing crime uh, 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 you know trying to make to keep people from doing crime what what a security card doesn't do anything. They're just there to keep the criminals from like they're not motivated to to break into the place. It's a deterrent. Yeah, okay? Okay. it's a deterrent. A threat deterrent. The, people yeah. who think that the, the cameras are a deterrent to crime, you're in, you're a more. You need to wake up. Yeah. The cameras are there to watch you. The crime rates go up in the areas those cameras go. Yeah. Look at the numbers. Yeah. So, anyways, that's the song's total lyric. And that I just uh, total lyrics. I had to go line by line because it's there's it a thousand topics in there. Great song. Go online and like it. Share it, man. Check out ShotPod on YouTube and like and subscribe to us. Please, ShotPod with a zero on the YouTube. YouTube's a big thing for us. We're really trying to push it. Yeah. If you're listening right now, please take 20 seconds and 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 uh, this this episode's over. Go do the YouTube thing for us. Um, and check out Tom because I'm, I, I love this song and I think it's got a good message. And I, I think it's his best portrayal of the thoughts of the right without being like, sometimes he puts up out like, man, they're going to eat him alive. This is very good. Yeah. This is very, very to the point. So we're going to end this episode with uh, just uh, my, the last little bits that I have in my notes here. Uh, and then next week, uh, I actually want to talk about some of the 
emergency act inquiry because because yeah, yeah. the videos fuck that have yeah. come out, out about oh, that. Oh yeah, next fuck. week. Next week will be a good episode yeah. for a lot of this shit. Yeah. A lot of this shit. Okay. Check us out next week. So, we are gonna fuck you in the face with information like you've never been <laughs> fucked before. So Stephen Crowder dropped a major video criticizing the banks, the government, and the media. Alex Jones was told he had to pay nine hundred and sixty-five million dollars for years ago, claiming Sandy Hook was crisis actors, and since then he's corrected the record and apologized for many years since. Well, now he has to pay. Doesn't matter that he apologized. Words hurt. Seek shelter. The damages are intentional to try and shut him down. Guess what? Remember the Covington kid? He was wrongly accused of being racist. He sued CNN and didn't get nearly that much. CNN needs to be shut down. And I'll tell you why. Because yeah, fuck CNN. Because with even that. with the new owner who claims he doesn't want any partisan politics, it's still happening. Biden's interview on CNN was edited all to hell to delete all the brain farts, memory loss, the defecation in his own pants, probably. To set the narrative, probably I was scared. Yeah, <laughs> to set the narrative against Russia, he he was asked, would he ever meet with Putin? Because once again, Putin's people said they're open to peace talks, and he straight out said, no. The only way he would meet with Putin is to get that Brittany Griner out of jail and back onto U.S. soil, but he needs that for midterms. Anyway, Crowder was talking about how we need freedom of the press because they have to do their job and hold governments accountable, but not if playing partisan politics. Not if they're basically advertising one side good and the other bad. Because freedom of speech is gone. If you say anything offensive, the banks will cancel, cancel your account, like they did to Kanye West. Dan Bongino. Oh, fucking real, man. Sorry. That just yeah. gets me. That bank account closed. Like, we live in communism. Yeah. If you can't, you have no control over your money based on your mouth. Yeah. Dan Bongino is a political commentator who's boosting a financial institution called Parallel Economy just to fight against this specific thing. You want to speak your mind in the U.S.? You should be able to through the Constitution. And anyone who fights you on that, you should be able to win in court. That's why Democrats want to run the courts, to take away that freedom. They have half the world convinced that hurtful words should be against the law. Do me a favor. Look up any old videos of Joe Biden in Congress pushing to get his arrest numbers higher to rid the streets of crime. He says a lot of racist things. <laughs> and people voted for him. Go back and look at old videos of Trump, and you'll see him chilling with Snoop Dogg at UFC. Those two were very different and painted Trump as a racist. Even Alex in an old episode said that. And I said, how is he racist? And the answer was, I'm sure he said something. <laughs> but, he, but, but he didn't. That's, that's the thing. Anytime somebody says Trump's racist, ask him how. And they don't have an answer. Oh, yeah, just shut up. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, racism is wrong. But as long as the media and tech giants do their best to cover up the fact that Democrats have been racist since the beginning of the Democratic Party, they can claim the other side is racist because they control the establishment and media mongols. Controlling the media is the biggest part of that. Yeah. Biggest part of Actions that. speak louder than words. If you're an insensitive bigot by word of mouth, okay, you're a bigot. As long as you're not out there burning shit down and doing your own thing, staying out of the way of others, then you do you. Bigot all just, you want. Just don't let it physically affect anyone. The press media need to do better, and the single organization in Canada uh, trying to hold the government to account was deemed as not a credible organization by the prime minister, Justin Trudeau, who we should just, just call just inflation because that term was banned from parliament. So if they're going to ban it from parliament, I, th I believe that's Canada's version of let's go. Brandon. I believe Pierre, I can't wait for him to say it again. And what he are they going to do? Are they going to kick him out of parliament. If he, he says it, he doesn't say that in parliament anymore. He says it in his personal videos. Yeah, but he's not allowed to say it in parliament. Like no, for real. Not. Yeah. No, are you, you're making this up. No, I'm not. No, you're fucking I'm, lying to no, my face. No, no you're I'm fucking not. lying not to me. To say it Mark, don't fucking no, lie to I'm me. I'm not man. lying, dude. 
So Are you fucking serious, yeah, man? Yeah, Trudeau got his panties in a bunch, and you know. I want to know what will happen if he says it. What do they do? Well, we'll they remove him from yeah. Parliament? Yeah, probably. They'll remove him? Yeah. Are you fucking serious? Yes. No, you're not serious. So I encourage, no, you're not uh, serious! <laughs> I encourage everyone to make just inflation as big as Let's Go Brandon. Hashtag just inflation. <laughs> do it. Let's that make it big. That single organization that I was referring to that Trudeau won't acknowledge as real news is Rebel News. Who? Just Justin Trudeau. He was in Whippy as we well. We should have. We should have. Why yeah. didn't we go, man? Yeah. I know. You the, know what? I sh- I I should sac- I should do it. I should sacrifice my life. I should just cap so, him and do yeah. the time. I should. I so should Rebel News nah, has that, been. We all know China would put another yeah. one in its place. So uh, we. So Rebel News has been journaliseming the shit out of everything. I know ju- that word is not an actual. It is word. now. It's a shot it pod word. Yeah. It's in the shot dictionary on yeah, our shot it'll, wiki. It'll be in the shot wiki. It's in the yeah. shot wiki. Yeah. So they, they had a journalist front lines in the convoy protest, not standing around a war memorial statue, ignoring the people cleaning it, shoveling snow off just so they can report people peeing on it. Rebel news journalist got shot with a rubber bullet in the front line of the protest. Yeah. That, that's better than CBC's version of news. Oh, P.S. Pfizer wasn't able to test if the vaccine stopped transmission before it entered the market. Yep, that but, came out yeah, this week. Yeah. That's new news yeah. that Pfizer released their vaccine without it being tested on people and proved yeah. successful. That's yeah. a fact now. That's Fi- a fact. <laughs> yeah. So it's high time the press really But we said we this. said they, they did that and we were Nazis last yeah. year, <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's high time the press really broadcast this and then let, let the lawsuits fly because of Fauci and doctors in the media, governors and governments. I mean, hey, if you can sue Alex Jones over his words, it's time to sue literally everybody else who lied to you, who tricked those into getting vaccinated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love it. 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 Episode 49. Nine. This was episode 49, man. This is the last time I'm going to be able to use my horrible Jamaican accent. <laughs> Fart- episode 49. <laughs> has come to a conclusion. Check us out on all of the platforms you like, like Spotify, YouTube, Amazon Music, Rumble, iHeartRadio, Google. I think that's all of them. Apple. Yeah, we're on Facebook and shit too. Check us all out. Instagram. Apple Music. Uh, Apple Podcast, sorry. Uh, we're on Instagram. All that shit. Just search The Shot Pod with a zero and go to www.theshotpod.com with a zero. Don't forget the motherfucking zero or I'm coming for you. Peace be with you all. Happy Halloween.